So I have not had this lovely Bourbon County uh, brand Cafe de Ola stout. What's this the sta- occasion? This is a stout aged in bourbon barrels with coffee, right. cassia bark. Do you know what cassia bark is, Tony? Yes. Yep. What's cassia bark? That's the bark from a cassia tree. <laughs> that's also... Uh, Blowing the, out your ass right that's, now. <laughs> Well, that's, that's also the sound that my dog Cassia makes. Got it. Uh, orange peel and okay. pan- panela sugar. Do you know what panela sugar is? It's from the panela region of South America. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I don't know what that is. When I when I read that it had panela sugar, Tony, this is what I thought of here, real quick. Cassian not- bark, though. I think I think for real, though, like that is like something. It's a spice, right? I don't think you have to look it up, but this is I, when I read Pinella, I actually this is what I read here is is a little bit of this. You know this jam, don't you? No, I don't. What? Tony, let me educate you real quick on some Pinella, actually. Okay. You got to turn it off. You, We're going to get copyrighted. You don't you don't know Panini? Oh yeah, my my son listens to that shit. It, dude, of course he does because it's from the the fucking artist of the year, son. Uh, Cassia Bark is uh from Chinese cinnamon. Mulan. Mulan Chinese or is she Japanese? I'm not sure what she is. You see that new trailer though? Yeah, pretty hot. I'm pretty excited about it. Uptown Road, I gotta episode that's called that it's got like 600 million views <laughs> um anyway the the occasion is just that tony i'm here with you it's been a couple of weeks since i've been here with you i miss you i love you yeah we're back um we're back here uh on the dts podcast um and i just figured you know what better way to celebrate than to uh open up a very 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 expensive beer 25 doll hairs $25. Now, yeah, I mean, I know you're mad because I wouldn't give you 20 bucks for uh, this thing we're going to talk about later, but you go <laughs> buy a $25 beer. Yeah, because I didn't want to necessarily buy the thing I wanted to, that I bought later. I did want to buy this. Okay. This is like the laziness situation of $10 here or not $10 there. Yeah. This is exactly what this is. It's a value prop. My value prop on this Cafe de Ola $25 Bourbon County way high me <laughs> buying a fucking xbox is not something i planned on doing whoa 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 spoilers whoa i bought a fucking xbox because of you no you motherfucker caused me to buy an xbox what is happening in my life phil specter phil specter phil you know he's the best jesus christ phil specter is not phil spencer those are two different people <laughs> Oh well, listen. You're ruining the whole opening of the show, Phil Spector. <laughs> no, we didn't ruin nothing. Oh, okay, so I awesome. I am curious about this beer. So being twenty five dollars, I do know uh-huh. a little bit about beer. That's pretty expensive for a for a sixteen ounce beer. Um, what is the uh, story of the acquirement of this beer? So the 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 big thing with the the acquirement of the beer is Bourbon County is released every year on Black Friday. Okay. It is a Black Friday tradition for for Goose Island. They're out of Chicago here, yep. uh, not too far away from where we're at. And uh, in in every year, you know, you got a lot of people that are on the hunt 
for all the variants. That's why the variants are so expensive and so sought after because there, there's only so many made and they distro them pretty uh, widespread. And so you know, they've been doing this. The best thing about Goose Island. Uh, what's that? They got real good handcrafted root beer. <laughs> so with, with this year has been a benefit for me. Uh, you know, I used to work at the Hiv. Yeah. And so uh, I, I have some, some, some pushing some pull that's, around the Hiv. Well, that's what happens. You know, if you get the Hiv, then you're a homo. <laughs> you're definitely taking care of shit. Um, so I, I, this is a this is a big time. Like I don't even know that I should air this part, but I oh. got my Bourbon County early. Whoa! Two days early. It was supposed to release on a Friday. I got it on a Wednesday. Drop some names. Let's let's fire some Def- motherfuckers. Definitely not doing that. But so I got uh, I bought two of these uh, Cafe de Ola uh, Bourbon County brand stuff. I bought two of the regular. Just tell me this: Is it that old guy? No, it's not oh, that okay. old guy. No. Uh, and then I bought two of the Rittenhouse rye. So they also have a rye variant that they aged in rye barrels. Right. Now, what's funny is you would think, or at least I would think, the rye would probably be more expensive, right? Because uh, it's no, aged in rye, I don't rye know. whiskey barrels. There's probably quite a bit more rye whiskey brew or distilled in Iowa, don't you think? Well, it's not in Iowa necessarily, but just the fact that a rye whiskey barrel aged beer, I would think, would go for more than just, hey, this is a fucking coffee okay. stout. Sure. You know? But that was only like $14 a bottle, where this was $25 a bottle. Yeah. Okay. But I procured myself two of these. They also released a Mon Cherie, which is a cherry uh, uh, stout instead of a coffee stout. So obviously it still has the, the stout um, body, where it just has the finish of a little bit of cherry on it. Now, they did an orange version last year that I didn't give a fuck about and wasn't on my radar. I didn't, I didn't think it tasted very good. And I've been trying to get a coffee for a couple of years. They didn't do one last year, I don't think, where this year they, f- they brought it back. And God damn it, looks like it's going to be pretty good. Pretty excited about it, Tony. But this he, is all for you. He has not sipped it yet, folks. I have not. It's still he's, sip- you know, he's the poured good it stout, and aired it. You got you to gotta let it warm a little bit. I mean, right. I could, you want me to just pull right from the bottle like a fucking heathen? Not, hey, I'm not the aficionado. I mean, listen, you're putting me in a corner here. I, I guess I got to do it. No, you don't have to. Don't, nope, don't let me. Okay, he did it. You know, Derek does this thing while he's why he's ruminating over there and thinking about what he wants to say. Derek does this thing where he pours beer and he sticks approximately eighty six point five percent of his entire face in the glass to smell the beer. And then he and then he kinda like takes big whiffs of it and like makes these sounds with his mouth like this. I don't really understand quite a bit of it. I know that he's into beer, but I know that he is also friends with people that we know that are into beer and they don't do that stupid shit. <laughs> so it's like, it's like his thing. Uh, Tony, this beer is fucking dynamite. Yeah. I'm just well, here to tell you right now. Kind of thought about that. You'd look like a real asshole if you bought a $25 beer and then you're like, ah, oh, it's not that good. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. Fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that beer is, holy shit, that beer is good. Wow. Um, now, I don't, I don't fuck with the beers very often, but. Just, just the beer of the roots. I, that's true. Beer of the root variety is my deal. But I do like coffee stouts. Yeah. Um, which is, which is odd because they're very strong. Way strong. Uh, but I do like those. I also like ciders, uh, and I like fruit beers, like, uh, went down to my cousin's brewery, seventeen seventeen. Shout out, and they have a couple of fruity, uh, citrusy beers, and Sours those are pretty good. And stuff. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. 
He's got uh, a, he's got an orange citrus uh, sour, and it it is. I mean, I'm not I'm not a beer fan, and I, I I couldn't drink it as fast as most beer people do, but it lasted me like a good thirty minutes. Uh, this beer clocks in, Tony. Yeah. You want to guess at the ABV? Uh, probably in the twelve to thirteen. Thirteen and a half for this bottle of beer. Yeah, see, that's a lot. We're gonna Maybe. get fucked up tonight, Tony. Well, I don't have a drink, so you know who else is gonna get fucked up, Tony? No. Everyone in the NFL, because Lamar Jackson is the mother fucking goat. Let's let's talk about that. So, listen, if this is your first time tuning in, this is the DTS podcast. My name is Tony. Hi, I'm Derek. Hello. Yes, my last name is Weltrell. I'm Vance. My address. Ah, uh, you almost got me. Ah, uh, see what I did there? Yeah, you almost got me. He, it wouldn't matter anyway. I'm moving. Uh, I'm moving. We would go to social to securities, homo. but uh, we would go to social security numbers, but Derek uh, is an illegal alien. He does not have one. Hello, I have a green card. He's in a fake marriage. Uh, he's in a green card marriage. <laughs> the kids aren't real. <laughs> They're hired actors. That's right. Yeah. From the from the local daycare. Mm-hmm. It, what's ironic is if you go if you go to Newton and you walk into any uh, convenience store, you're going to see Derek's kids in every one of them. They're going to be on wanted <laughs> posters. Uh, yeah. Please been find missing my missing child. Been, uh, been missing for some time now. Uh, we will talk about Lamar Jackson, uh, but I don't want to blow my load at the beginning of the show, so we're going to hold on to it for a minute. PlayStation is 25 years old, which is a really good topic to start because the topic directly after that is going to shit all over PlayStation. But uh, go ahead. 25 years old, man. Yeah. So when I think of when I think of nostalgia, right, yeah. I don't put years on nostalgia necessarily right because you just don't want to because that's how you feel old as fuck tony yep is you start putting years on when things came out and it just makes you feel bad okay the sure. fact that the playstation is 25 years old definitely makes me feel like an old sack of shit yeah um that's it's that's weird because I remember getting it for Christmas one year, um, and I I remember I held on to my PlayStation. Sure, it was the the very first run, the very first model series, mm-hmm. um, and it was only probably like eight or nine years ago that I sold it. Uh, wow, and they were in pretty high demand. It was the I don't remember what the number is, but it was the 100, some, okay. some numbers. And then the 100 and they sure. went from there. They went, you know, they had like different variations, but yeah. So like, this is the very first one you could buy. Um, and in America at least. Um, and I want to say I sold it to gamers or GameStop for, <clears throat> uh, going on almost $200. Wow. Yeah. So the, the original PlayStation came out in 95 here. Right. So we're talking, it's not quite 25 years old in America. Uh, in Japan, it came out December 3rd, 1994, which at that point in my life, I was, we were both six years old. Yep. You were close to being a seven-year-old. Um, but Got it for Christmas. Me, yeah. So you, I mean, you would have gotten it Christmas 95, which I think is when I got it Christmas 95. Um, you know, just talk about some very early memories of playing. I mean, the thing that I remember playing the most were the demo discs, right? I played yeah. the fuck out of some demo discs. Played a lot of Crash Bandicoot. Um, 
those those are the early memories spyro like that's the stuff that i remember medieval that they just remastered this year yeah um now that's through the the lifespan of the of the system itself but that early on feeling that i had a you know i, I had had a 3do in the house so i'd seen a disc-based system before um but getting that playstation feeling that controller and the memory card system and having the discs and just right. just the you know and Man, the the opening sound and it's it still gets you right. You hear that that opening chime, yeah, of the original PlayStation logo. Just the fact that when you think that holy shit, this console at least in in Japan, twenty five years old, twenty four here, but that's still fuck. We were just we were babies, Tony. That is, uh, I mean, that's vintage. Tech uh, technically, that's an antique. Twenty five years old is when something becomes antique. So, um. Yeah, I have good memories of opening that PlayStation yeah. on Christmas morning at my dad's house, and my grandma got it for me. Uh, th- you know, I was, I was, uh, it was, it was a. Uh, I don't even know how to really explain it. It's like my parents had divorced that year, um, so that was like my dad's splash gift to make him the cool dad. Sure, you know, like oh, I'm gonna get the fucking PlayStation. Yep, I'm gonna right. be the cool dad. I got to tell you, like, that shit worked. Uh, I wanted to stay at his house, and eventually I made him, uh, I talked him into buying one of those travel cases. Oh, sure, so you take it to uh, and from. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, it was. it's a different world of gaming. And 25 years doesn't sound like that long of a time. Oh, but it was. Yeah, because I can remember, like, going to the Kmart and playing the demos on those things where you're cranking your neck up to the ceiling. Right. To look at the you know the eight inch television. Oh yeah, uh, and I think I had a nineteen inch plug in TV in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of my well, grandma's house. And it, like anything new, and as a parent, you don't know what you don't know. And sure. So I had the PlayStation, and uh, he bought me uh, two games. One was Crash Bandicoot. The other was WWE Raw. The one with Steve Cold on the cover. Nice. Um, so I had two games, and I have the demo disc that came with it, right? Uh-huh. However, you know, old Steve did not know that you need a memory card. And guess <laughs> guess what you could not get the first Christmas that motherfucker was out? For memory like cards. A while. Exactly. So yeah. I played the first few levels of Crash Bandicoot I don't know how many times. Oh, yeah. And I learned, I learned right away that old uh, just keep your PlayStation on trick. Hit pause and walk away. Oh yeah, Just leave it, leave it, leave it alone, huh? Yep, old old Mario yeah. three trick. <clears throat> do you remember the launch titles? Because I didn't. I, I just looked it up. Do you remember the launch titles for the PlayStation? Uh, well, Crash Bandicoot and WWE no. Raw, probably right. Nope, no. Your your launch titles for the I original remember, PlayStation. Let me let me guess one. Um, Blasto. Don't we typing nothing. Nope. Oh man, I played a fuck little Blasto though. So here we go. Spyro. Battle Arena Toshinden. Not even Battle Arena Toshinden. ESPN Extreme Games. Are these U.S. launch titles? This is U.S. launch titles. Wow. Kleek, or Kyleek, the DNA Imperative. NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Power Serve 3D Tennis. Raiden Project, which is a jet flyer. Okay. Rayman. Ridge Racer. Street Fighter the Movie. And Total Eclipse Turbo. Wow, man. Isn't that crazy? Here, here's what I'll tell you that I remember as the early games that I played, and sure. I guess they're not launch titles. And, and you know, when you think about it, PlayStation was like that was the first 
disc-based like major console, and it was well, Sony's Sony, first console. Sony, a big manufacturer, getting into the console business, getting into yeah. the video game so business. It kind of makes know? sense that the the big games that you think of aren't launch titles because oh, like, for sure, who's going to drop that money on something that they don't know is going to work? Brand out, fucking but, new, you don't even know. Um, yeah. So like, I remember Crash Bandicoot. Sure. I remember Blasto, WWE <clears throat> Raw. I remember Jet Moto. Yeah, Jet uh, Moto's great. Jeez, man, what else was there? Yeah. A lot Final of Fantasy. Well, that was that was actually pretty late. Well, I mean, like, I remember getting I remember getting eight. I didn't play seven. I remember getting a demo for eight and yeah. playing a demo for eight and playing the fuck out of that demo for eight and being like, this game is great. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. You know? Eight came but, out late in the cycle. Um and uh and you had that you remember that thick ass case that it Oh yeah, the double decker case. Yeah. And and yep. nine came out I think after Same. the PS two was it out. It did. No, P yeah, PS yeah, PS two was out and uh nine was still on PS one, correct? Right. Um yeah, those uh, four disc cases. God Fuck damn. yeah, the double decker cases, man. You, yep. remember, you remember swapping fucking discs to play games? Oh yeah. Isn't that talk about some ridiculous shit, right? Um that was like before the internet. That was the measure of how far you were in video games in sometimes. Game, like, yeah. like, hey, well, uh, disc where, three. where are oh, you fuck, at I'm in Final Fantasy Seven? Oh, I right. just got uh, just got done with disc one. Oh, okay. Uh, so you okay. just like finished the motorcycle race and right. saw what happened to Aerith? Yeah, 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 I did. That's where I'm at. Uh, <sighs> Sorry about you, dog. Yeah. I, I will always and forever remember the first time I played, and I've told this story many, many times, and I'll tell it forever until the day I'm dead. Okay. I remember spoiling myself on what happened to Aerith. Oh, Because no. my cousins had a, a game guide, and here I am just like flipping through the game guide, not really paying attention to what I'm doing, just kind of looking, and all of a sudden I'm like, <gasps> oh, she man. dies, and they're like, you ruined it! Like, they were so, because they'd played it, they were just... They were getting the. We're spoiling it right now for they're, a whole new generation of people that are going to play that of, game for the first time in March. <laughs> the endorphins of watching me go through that pain. Yeah, they were ready to watch. They wanted me to suffer, and all they got was me spoiling it, right. not realizing it. Um, which I will say happened to me in another game very recently. Oh, okay. I probably my two favorite games that are not well. I wouldn't say not mainstream, but like games that I bought with my own money and played a fuckload of, uh, Legends of Dragoon, probably sure. one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah. Um, and then there was another game called Legacy of Lagaya, um, which was a very innovative uh, version of combat that you hadn't seen before, where like you're putting, you have a bar, uh, an attack bar, and you have different attacks like high kick, low kick, blah 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 blah, and they take up a certain chunk of the bar. And so you are basically trying to maximize the attacks that you can do in this bar. And there are combos to do like special moves and stuff. It was very innovative. Um, and they made a couple other games that were pretty good too, but Sukaden. Suikoden. Yeah. Whatever you want to call uh, it. Suikoden one, two and three, all fucking great. Uh, See, I liked my PlayStation 1, but I don't think I played as much of it as I was playing, like, the 64. Um, I just wasn't... I played a lot, like I said, I played a lot of demo discs and didn't play a lot of uh, actual games on the system itself. You know, like, I, the game I remember playing the most was probably MGS, and oh, I don't even sure. really remember that, but I remember... Tomb Raider? That scared oh, yeah, the Tomb fuck Raider. out of me. 
I stopped playing but, it because it was so scary. Resident Evil was also oh, like, yes. nope, not Resident doing Evil it. Resident Evil and Silent, Silent Hill. Was the first Silent Hill on PS1 or was that PS? That no, that PS2. was PS1, I think. Um, either way, I with uh, MGS, I just remember being in a Tumwa with uh, my relative and us just trying to figure out what the fuck to be doing in this game because it was yes. pretty, pretty crazy back then for it to just kind of be like, you got to figure this shit on your own. There wasn't really right. a way unless you were buying the guides to really yeah. get the answers to your questions without just kind of fucking it up and fumbling it around to go, Oh, I got it now. You know? Right. I, I remember buying the Prima guide for final fantasy seven, you know, like these big, huge, like guides, like Fuck eight and yeah, a half by guides 11 guides. Um, I got a guide right over there for FF10. Okay, there you go. See, I, I bought the Final Fantasy X because it was an awesome looking book. But yeah, and I remember carrying that with me at school and reading it at school. Like I knew every little thing about Final Fantasy. Like reading through all and the enemy lore and all. Thirteen. That stuff. I got the book for thirteen too. That white book that came out for thirteen. Right. Yeah, that was God. man. Them were the days. I remember going to Best Buy and stealing a Game Shark. Yeah, but buying the Game Shark code book. Oh, okay. So it made up for it, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's logic never fails. I can afford ten dollars for this book of codes, but I cannot afford eighty dollars for this Game Shark for this game cartridge. So, uh, but you remember when they had a like they plugged into the SATA port on the back of the PlayStation, (laughs) and they were like big chunky things that stuck up. Super fucking weird. Oh man. What a time to be alive. That was that was like hacking your game. Yeah, it really was. Oh, boy. Uh, right. Sony also got like a world record, too. For what? Um, I want to say it was for most consoles sold. Oh, okay. I'm going to double check this here really quick. Sony PlayStation gets Guinness World Record for best-selling console brand. Yeah. The original or like in totality all runs? I want to say it's for all of them. Oh, okay. Over 450 million units sold across the original PS1, 2, 3, 4. Wow. Ha- almost broke, half a billion, huh? records. That's crazy. That's, That's a, a lot. lot of consoles, dude. Yeah, That's dude. a lot of consoles. That's a lot. To be in the game and still be, like, they've had their ups and their downs, but Sony's had way more ups than they have had downs. You know, the good thing about PlayStation is it really allowed Sony to fuck up in a lot of other areas. Oh, yeah. Um, like, you remember Sony Online Entertainment? And sure. And they tried to get into the PC gaming world. and Their music stuff was awful. Yeah. Their TVs kind of suffered for a little bit. Their entertainment business suffered. Right, right. Like, they were trying to really diversify. And at the end of the day, the thing that was making them the most money... PlayStation and their and their studio, Sony yeah. Movies, Sony Pictures. Yeah. <clears throat> um, right. But their TV stuff was bad. Their music stuff wasn't good, doing okay. Right. Their, you know, their their computers weren't hot. You know, MP3 players, fucking anything. You know, it just wasn't their brand wasn't diversifying the way they thought it was, and they relied heavily upon that console business to really br- bring in the dollars. Yeah. Um, and good for them, you know, to really to really not double down and try to spread out the wealth and to really go, okay, this is where our, our bread is being buttered and we got to pay attention to it. Yeah. You know, that's a big deal. I'm trying to, not- as a Sony fanboy, I mean, I'm not trying to suck its dick too hard, but like it, it is the best console manufacturer and fuck Microsoft. Well, and do you want the Xbox? Do you want to just go ahead and jump right into what you did? 
I mean, it's fine. It's not that big Der- of a deal. Derek's Derek's over here like a dog that just chewed a pair of shoes and has given you those <laughs> eyes like he knows he fucked up. I did something wrong. Yeah. Derek, over Black Friday, bought an Xbox with the immense peer pressure of myself. Correct, yes. It was basically you telling me to buy an Xbox, and then when I... When I tried to push against you, you basically called me some uh, unairable names <laughs> and told me to do it and stop being a pussy. Yeah. And so I went and traded uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen, Jedi Fallen Order. Yep. I traded Outer Worlds and like four other video games and ended up paying like 50 bucks plus for... Probably like the, three of those video games you wouldn't have had to buy if you already owned an Xbox. Correct. Yeah. I mean, for yeah. sure. Um. So I, I, I traded that in for what ended up being a, amount to be like a $50 purchase for an Xbox One S, all digital, which it was a little weird for me. You know, I wasn't too keen on the only digital prospect of the of the Xbox, but you sold me on the fact that I you I will never purchase an actual subscription. So I, I'm not going to buy a subscription. I'm not going to buy a video game. You will. I'm not going to buy any of that stuff. I won't. You, um, will. you will. I really won't. I have no desire to. I've got you that to do that stuff. I have no, I have no desire to spend money on anything Microsoft related any more than I already have because immediately when I bought this, Tony, I had immense remorse. Yeah. You'll, you'll come around. Oh, there he goes. Sipping, sipping. That that's the pause you hear. I gotta, I gotta get a I gotta get a beer drink and a kid break. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, Yeah, Tony's got his Christmas tree up with the Ravens colors. I don't. I don't you probably can't see it very well. On I can that, see the purple. Yep, I got purple and gold uh, ornaments. Yeah. Definitely not Vikings. Definitely the Ravens. Definitely not Vikings. Make sure we say that a hundred percent. Yes. No Vikings. Get out of here. Uh, you <laughs> okay. Nanai. Nanai. Oh, that's Nanai, cute. Tony. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye, man. Say bye, Tony. See you, dude. Bye, Tony. Bye, Tony. Wow, she's she's got some good good voice there. Love you. Oh, you you kissed your dad on the lips. You gross. What's up with your leg, kiddo? What's wrong with your leg? What happened? Oh, um, Thanos. <clears throat> oh, Thanos got gotcha? you? Careful the drink. Gotta be careful around them infinity stones. <laughs> yeah. When you mess with the cat's infinity stones, it gets mad. Yeah, he's only, you know, cat's got nine lives and, and five infinity stones. He's got 99 problems, and the infinity stones are most of them. So there's six infinity stones, though? There's six. There's six, yeah. Okay. Or no, uh, there's so five. Derek bought an Xbox. It's part, five. Part of the reason five. was... It's five, Tony, it's five. No, there's six it's of four, them, right? four here, and then the thumb, it's five. Yeah, but then there's one in the middle. Oh, God damn it! you're right, there's yeah. six. Okay. Mind, soul, reality... Time, uh, power, earth, wind. <laughs> Together we are Captain, Captain Planet. Planets. <laughs> Remember that shit? God, man, what a great show. This fucking goofy guy with green hair and blue <laughs> skin. Fucking like, weird who thought that that was cool? Dr. Manhattan ripoff motherfucker. Some, some straight up racist ass stereotypes in there. I mean, with that, with that's the Chinese sure. guy, and, and he owns a fucking monkey, and he's really smart. Um, okay, back on this Xbox train. Yes, you bought an Xbox. I pressured you into it. It was a really, it was a really good deal. Oh god, Sorry, he's playing. Cap- Sorry, yeah, your goal else, is though. to get us trademark copied. Anyway, so here's the thing with the Xbox: is I didn't want to buy it. I bought it on your duress. 
And well, I, with with my benefits too. And, 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 and let me get to this here. So the the added the added benefit to buying this Xbox is a lot. And and I've I tried to make this value prop to a lot of people because to me it makes complete sense. Yeah. To you it makes complete sense. To people who think like me and can't fucking stand Microsoft or Xbox products, they are very anti this. And I've been that way <laughs> since the dawn of time. Fuck Xbox. Fuck Halo. Fuck Gears War. Fuck yeah. everything and all the time Xbox anything. It's all trash. It's a new chapter. Man, Game Pass sure is something. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> we've been talking. We've been sucking that Game I've Pass dick, su- dude. I have been sucking on that Game Pass dick for a long time, being really jealous that Sony doesn't have something like it. So the value prop that I could spend 50 ish dollars get on your game pass account. I downloaded 32 games the first <laughs> night of, yeah. of me owning this. Motherfucker game. sent me a Snapchat the next day of like 89% nope. storage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Xbox is bending already. Cause how full it is like those old iPhones. That you put in your I told you to get a, a hard drive. You're like, no, no, I don't want you. It's, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. So here, here, here I am, you know, and here's the value prop. I I played and finished a game called After Party. We'll talk about that a little bit later. It's a good game. After Party, a game just came out. It's called. It's from Night School Studios for the people that made Oxenfree. I really liked Oxenfree. Okay, so right. I really wanted to play this game. It's on Nintendo Switch. It's twenty bucks. So right there, twenty bucks. Well, I bought this Xbox for fifty. Didn't pay a dime for Game Pass. Yep. There's money in the money in the bank. Remnant from the ashes. Game I've been wanting to play on the PlayStation for a long time. Good shooter. Yep. 40 bucks full, uh, full price, 28 on Black Friday sale. Got it for free with Game Pass. Didn't have yep. to pay a fucking dime. So Correct. already I'm in the I'm in the black. I'm making money. Yeah. I'm saving all kinds of cash. By well, way, you're not even factoring in the fact that the some of the games you traded in, $60 Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds right there, day one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They right. posted an image on their Twitter because now I follow Xbox Game Pass on Twitter. Wow. They posted a game. They posted a, a picture of a uh, of a banana. And I, I believe that is a tease for my friend Pedro game that was published by Devolver Digital earlier this year. Yeah, I really, really, and I really been wanting to play. And there it is, ready to go. So, just the fact that these games are on this the system that I didn't really have to put any effort into getting, and yeah. am able to play and do whatever. Like Tony, I've never played a Halo game. Uh, I knew I was going to get you on Xbox. You did when you started telling me to play games on Game Pass. Oh, go download this game. I was all over Game Pass's dick way early on. <laughs> yeah, I was weighing on that dick so hard, and we did so smart. You were it's, you were on that dick way before we knew it was going to be as good as it is, too. I yeah, I've been, I've been preaching Game Pass forever. Even yeah. Alex on the Level Up Show podcast, I've been telling him for a long, long time. Hey, just stop. And he likes physical games. I love physical media. I really, really do. But right. when it comes to small indie games, especially like. And I want to give them their due, but me playing their game hopefully does end up giving them something out of that. Yeah. But if I can save $20 by not buying After Party, I played it, I got what I wanted out of it, it was okay, and I deleted it and I'm done. Yeah. You know, now I move on. Hey, Devil May Cry 5 was 15 bucks at, at uh, Best Buy on Black Friday. You know what I didn't have to buy? Devil May Cry 5. Devil May Cry 5. I can play it right now and not have a problem. It, yeah. Metro Exodus. You know the... 15 the, bucks. The secondary, the secondary benefit of a lot of this is like, so I know PlayStation, you're a PlayStation guy and all that stuff, PS4 Pro and all, all that. Oh, yeah. A lot of these games are optimized for Xbox, the ones that go on Game Pass. Xbox. So, like, you're, you're, you're truly getting probably the best playing experience outside of PC. Uh, I mean, if I had an X, I would be. The S and without a TV that has HDR, I, I would say I'm not. 
But oh, okay, yeah, that's with true. a TV with has a that has HDR, and if it was an Xbox One X, absolutely. But a lot of those games that are enhanced are only X enhanced; they're not S enhanced. So they they aren't, but they downscale from you, a 4K render, so they correct. do look a lot better. Microsoft has done everything in their power to make sure that while they're losing this console generation, they are still producing the best looking quality on most of the video games that are out there. Right. However, yeah. I will tell you, After Party ran like shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. It ran that's real. Prob- that's it, probably not their fault, though. It chugged so hard, constantly. That's weird. Because the, the One X is actually like a pretty powerful One system. S, you mean? One S, sorry, yeah. It's it's still like three teraflops or something. Like It's, 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 not, still, it's, it's not, not a, a bad system. Yeah. And, um, you know, I saved 50 bucks not buying a, a disk drive, which, whatever. You know, I, I really contemplated that and really thought I might kick myself for that. But at the end of the day, I could flip this system for a hundred bucks and still feel like I, I didn't have anything into it. If I get a hundred bucks out of that. Yeah, you're going to keep it, though. I would. I, I, I yeah. don't have a reason to get rid of it. But right. just, man, it, do yourself a favor. Break down those walls. If you are a PS4 or a Sony guy like I've been since 1995. Yeah. You know what? It's OK to look across the street. Take a walk. Maybe pick I, up a controller. You I don't have to. Across, I come across these things like uh, until Game Pass came along. I've owned both consoles going on multiple generations. Had an Xbox. Almost had a PlayStation, every generation. Had a 360. Had a PS2 and 3. Had a PS4. Have a have an Xbox One. So and not that's not even to mention like back, way back in the day like the Dreamcast and stuff like that. Now the Switches. But anyway. I always come up against like, do I buy it on Xbox or do I buy it on PS4? You know, do I buy it on PlayStation or do I buy it on Xbox? And Game Pass really has tilted me towards the Xbox. Like if, it, not to mention that the Xbox One X is undoubtedly the better console as far as performance Correct. goes. But yeah, it's like, I don't well, have a reason to buy on PlayStation if I have. And that's how... The Ryan has been on 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 the other show. He has been so Microsoft heavy because he doesn't really have much of an allegiance. I think I would say he's probably more of a Sony fanboy than anything, <clears throat> but he's a quality guy. He wants what's going to give me the best frame rate, what's going to give me the best uh, output. That's what he cares about. So when I go, hey, I bought uh, what was that Mad Max style game that came out this year? I'm, I'm blanking on it. Rage Two. I was like, okay. hey. Got Rage 2 on the PS4. You want to buy it off me? 25 bucks. Like, ah, I'd rather play it on Xbox. Yeah, like, exactly. E- even the ability to play it for cheap, he would still rather play it on a better running platform like the like the Xbox yeah. than go to the PlayStation, which speaks volumes for the work Microsoft has put into the console that is losing, guys. Losing. They're yeah. not winning this battle. Just, just wait until you start to like the controller more, too. I hate that like, controller. No, like I'm telling you, I I felt the same way when it came right. out. But you play a game on the Xbox One, then you go back to it's PlayStation, so, and, no, and the PlayStation so Four is like, ooh, nope. this feels weird. Nope, sure doesn't. I hate how heavy that Xbox controller is. It bugs me. I do not like it. Well, you have you held an Elite controller because they're I have four not. times as heavy as the standard <laughs> controller. If not, and I'm not trying not to even joking. Listen to me. These guns are from Lipton Beers, not from video game controllers. <laughs> right. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Anyway, um, so we, we're talking a lot about that. I, I enjoy my good. Xbox. I'm happy. Uh, I'm you. happy. I, I am happy that I bought it. Thank you for forcing me to do it. Um, but overall, 
think how I think. Try, you know, go outside the box. It's not going to kill you. Yeah, true that. Um, before we move on here, just uh, what I was trying to play a minute ago. Hopefully, this is it. But this is what I got for you here, Tony. That little Power Rangers? It is little Power Rangers. Okay. I'm actually looking for one thing specifically here in this 47 second, second video that I thought it was going to be only this. That's what I was looking oh, for. Oh, yeah, just a little, the little dragon action. Yeah, just a little, little Green Ranger action. Yeah, a little, uh, little dagger flute action. A little dagger flute. That's what I call my uh, penis. One of the best flute. Christmas gifts. <laughs> one of the best Christmas gifts I ever Rest, got. Yeah, now you're getting was, it. Was, uh, you remember that saber? Oh, yeah, Saba. Saba, yeah, I got I got one of those. Uh, Friend of the show, Andrew Morgan, that is his online moniker, Saba, and no one understands oh, what it is. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, oh, fucking Saba, the White Ranger sword. Yeah, that sassy-ass motherfucker, yeah. man. Dude, he's so good. Yeah, he is. The best. Anyway, so uh, I got. Xbox is pretty good. I'm so pretty into it. You, you brought up the Ravens earlier. I did, a while ago. They're definitely the best team in the NFL. They're probably the best team in the NFL. Especially after this past week. It's locked in. They are the best team. Here's where I'm at with the Ravens, what I'm worried about. Cold weather? Nope. Wet ball? Nope. And I'm, wor- I'm worried about being able to continue the offensive outpour uh, in shittier conditions as we get colder. Nope. Because a lot of what they do is all predicated on runs and big but passes. You, you, had a, you had Lamar's first fumble. Because of the wet ball and the field conditions when you were in Baltimore, and it's only going to get worse. So that is what I'm talking about. Lamar has to adapt his ability to go, hey, it's wet and rainy, and my, my chances for fumbling are going to go up exponentially. I have, and he can. He is a passer. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. The dude can run, but the dude can throw. He yeah. just has to be able to adapt and not immediately bail out and want to run. That's where I'm at with the Ravens, but they showed a lot of maturity coming back from that fumble and still being able to find the run. Yeah. Um, he's just going to learn to hold the ball when he runs. Like he, right. the, the ball wasn't near his body. Like it, it, it got punched out from behind. I mean, the best running backs in the league fumble in those situations. So it's like, it's like whatever, but it, the Ravens are at this point. I've, you know, I've liked the Ravens since 96 when they became the Ravens. So we're talking about 20 some years and, you get to this point where teams that aren't expected to be that good look that good, and then you're like, oh, man, is this, is this real? And then you kind of see the team start to believe that, like, it's real. And, like, then, then they don't know to be afraid that it's not real. You know what I'm saying? And they just start rolling. And I think a lot of people are expecting the Bills to give them a lot of trouble this weekend. I think it's going to be, like, another 40-10 to 10 game. The Bills ain't shit. Yeah, um, the San Francisco 49ers were the big hurdle, and they probably will be again uh, as far as Super Bowl contenders. I don't think you're going to see the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. Who's going from the NFC then? Saints? The Saints. I really think the Saints will be there. Yeah, well, I don't. couldn't give a shit about them. Wow. Uh, That's yeah, a hot I mean, take. Drew Brees does not match up well against a defense like ours, which has been proven time and time again as we... I think, I think the second best team in the NFC is probably the Seahawks. Honestly, yep. already gave him an ass whooping. And then it's probably the, I guess the Packers, but even that's going on a stretch. I don't think the Packers are that good. Aaron Rodgers historically has not played good against the Ravens. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like I, I'm, 
I've been cautiously optimistic for a lot of weeks, and now I'm kind of like in full like fuck well, yeah mode. And you're on, you're on the back end of the season, right? You you have the ability to go fourteen and two. Like the Bills, yeah. Okay, I think it's sure you got The Bills are are not. I don't think a, a big hurdle for you. Then it's the Jets. Then it's the Browns on the road, which the Browns are the Browns still, unfortunately yeah, yeah, yeah. for them. And then it's the Steelers at home. Yeah, which oh, I, I think mean, there's a real possibility. We have a we have. I think it's five or six clinching scenarios this weekend where we can clinch the division. There's a distinct possibility you don't go 14 and two based on clinching early. Well, that's what I'm saying is like we can clinch the division this weekend. There's one scenario I think we can clinch the number one seed in the AFC oh. um, or clinch a bye. So either the first or second seed. Okay, sure. Um, that's not hard. The AFC is bad. Yeah, it's not great. But yeah, my point is going into that Browns and that Steelers game specifically. I think there's a good chance you could just see RG three. Yeah, and and you should. I mean, really, I would love to see some Robert Griffin. I, I think he is he's a good quarterback man, like that deserve that deserves a really good comeback story. The dude is is was man. He gave it his all when he was playing. I don't think he was a bad quarterback. You know, bad situations, bad things happen, but. When I when they ran that uh, what they even call it the Heisman play, right or whatever they called it when they had all three of them yeah. out there that triple man, reverse just, sort of the yeah that was Heisman. so good yeah it was yeah. so good they um, they need to be they need to be careful though because they they want to retain RG three and he's only on a one year one million dollar contract is he um, so if he goes out and he plays well for a week or two. He might be gone. He, he could be looking for good backup money elsewhere. Sure. So I think they need to be kind of cautious. Or, like, if they throw him out there, like, just run a very conservative offense, you know? Right. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, if you go, even if you go 12 and twelve and 4 and you yeah. clinch a 1 seed or a 2 seed and you rest those last two weeks, that's not the end of the world. But I, I think the way Lamar plays is he's not going to want to do that. He wants to keep that, that flow going mm-hmm. and taking a week off or two might, especially if it's three, that's the only reason I don't see them sitting anybody maybe until the last week is because if you got a bye week in there, you're not yeah. going to sit for three weeks. That's just, that's scary sounding. Yeah. And you know, that wouldn't fly under Ozzy Newsome. Like uh, the quarterback telling he's not going to sit like Ozzy would have told him to fuck off. Right. But Eric, Eric DeCosta is a little bit more of a ball buster and like a little bit more of a risk taker. And so yeah, I could see him letting it go. Maybe I, I I see Lamar I see Lamar at least playing through fifteen. He might or sixteen. He might not play seventeen, but he's probably playing through the Browns game. He yeah, might not play the Steelers game. It kind of depends on where the Steelers are at because they're in a in the hunt for a wild card right now, which is right absolutely surprising. But the AFC is so bad. Yeah, on their third quarterback, they're so um, bad. But listen, their third quarterback is better than their second. Their second quarterback, Mason Rudolph, was not the answer. Right. That's, uh, I, don't, I can't even think of what the dude's Hodges is pretty good. Yeah, I think he's pretty okay. Well, Mason Rudolph got pegged in the head, so like whatever. That's you know? he called somebody the N word. Well, allegedly, uh, allegedly, yeah, allegedly. Um, they could also throw Lamar out there and just tell him not to run. Like under no circumstances do you run out of the pocket. Sure. Just fucking throw the ball or chuck it out of bounds. Right. Hand yeah. it off. Throw it out of bounds. I mean, play right. conservative as fuck. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. We'll see. Yeah, the, Raven, the Ravens are good. Honestly, I would love to see the Ravens. I don't want to say that They're on gonna... track for some, some offensive records. They really are. And I, I think that they might embrace that hunt and go for some of those records. Because, like, the Ravens don't get those chances. 
The Ravens you know, aren't like, what I consider to be a high-powered offensive team. So this, I mean, Lamar Jackson has clearly added a new dimension to what this that's team that's has been. the good, that's the good thing is like yeah, but they are they are know? clearly, and yeah. so I I want to see where they're gonna go. Um, my biggest thing overall is I don't want him to get to the playoffs and let it go to his head and have him get real concerned because I want to see them in the championship. I just I'd love to see it not against the Patriots, but. You just got to feel that that's where it's going, right? That's fine. Um, he's a real humble dude. Like I've always been, I've been really pretty is. impressed with him on camera, and like how he acts and how he responds and stuff like that. He's he's like he's like Real Michael Vick, focused. but he's like very more polite. Focused. Like Michael Vick was pretty sensational, but he was kind of a cocky asshole because he knew he was great. Well, and he, yeah, like nobody had ever seen that before. Doug Williams, maybe. Um, L- LJ just Randall seems real humble, real humble, and that's great. You know, yeah. you don't want somebody who's boisterous. Maybe you win a Super Bowl, you, you act a little differently. But as of right now, like I'm, I'm, my Broncos aren't doing anything. So <laughs> as an AFC fanboy, anybody uh, that might beat the Patriots, I'm all in. And Lamar Jackson's just fun to watch. Yeah, you know they dumped a lot of contracts last year too. Like uh, uh, people that finished their contracts, guys like Suggs and stuff. Big big name dudes, big money dudes rolled out, and they've got a really good core of players on multi year contracts. So it's if they were to win the Super Bowl, it wouldn't even be one of those mass exodus years like they had a sure. five or six years ago where they lost, you know, Halodinata, they lost Ed Reed, they they lost uh uh Jarrett Johnson was a really good linebacker. I mean, they had like a, a purging on that team after the Super Bowl, so Sure. Um I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I I do believe the hype, and uh, how could I'm, you not? I'm, yeah. It's it's like it's ooh, so ooh, they put up they put up seven touchdowns in in the first game of the season, and I was like, damn, this might be some shit. But I was like, nah, come on, dude, they're gonna fuck this up. Somehow they're gonna they're gonna shoot yeah. them. It's the Ravens. They've been fuck scoring it up forty fucking points like every game. They have the highest. Score differential in NFL history going into the, the next week. Like, think about that. The fucking Baltimore Ravens, historically bad A team known offenses. for defense. A team yes. known for defense. Well, not even known for defense, but also known for great defense and historically bad offensive. Like, yeah. for we we shuffled out Kyle, Kyle Bowler for like four fucking years. You sure did. Yeah, and uh, we have the highest scoring differential in NFL history going into the next next week. So it's like it's a pretty big it's pretty big in turnover big differential deal. like pretty big deal. They're it, they're playing one of those, great on all sides of the ball. It's one of those things where like it, here's I don't know here's how to explain it because like, I'm, I'm obviously a Ravens homer so it sounds worse coming from me, mm. but it, it is truly on pace to be a historic offensive season. I like that co- I hate your coach though. John Harbaugh, fuck you, man. I hate John Harbaugh. Yeah. This this offense though is stacking up with some of the best single season offenses in the history. Right. Like like undefeated Patriots type offense. Um this offense is as good as the two thousand defense. So it's like it's it's pretty crazy. Wink Martindale on defense is doing a great job. Greg Roman. Like these guys put it together, man. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, <clears throat> you know what's also crazy is how fucking bad Google Stadia is. 
<laughs> I don't even know that I really want to talk about a whole lot of it, but yeah. Listen, you know, if you don't know, you better ask somebody. Google Stadia came out a couple weeks ago. It's getting shit on because it's just bad. Um, the people that are data mining these these game streams are finding out that these games <clears throat> almost to 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 a single one, none of them are optimized for Google Stadia. The servers, the the bandwidth, all you're that eating a hundred megs per minute streaming on Google Stadia. on some of them. That that's that's like propaganda talk, but yeah, that that is a possibility. <laughs> I mean, it's the propaganda or not it is still the truth on some of yeah. these games well it, yeah and if you're with a major internet service provider google's comping that like so yes you have a bandwidth thing but that's just a fallback for the fact that their optimization is not there yeah it's it's pretty garbage the codecs pretty are bad, bad and like it's it's a it's a catch-22 because you know google's probably up front throwing some money at developers to try to get these games ported over like at all. Um, and it would cost a lot more money f- for these developers to actually optimize the game for a system that they don't know is going to work at all anyway. And at this sure. point it, it sounds like it, it's not very good. Um, so the that, idea is sound. The technology is good. The, the technology uh, is good, but the, the bad. execution is garbage. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to trying stadia. I am still opposed to them not having a Game Pass style library. I, I think yes, that is the biggest thing. Like that's the biggest thing holding me back from at least trying it because I would. Well, I don't have a really. I don't really have a lot of Google items in the household, but I would try Stadia if it was ten or fifteen dollars a month and you could play X games, right. not ten dollars a month plus sixty for each game. Yes. It, so they until they, need they to, get that figured out, I'm out. Yeah, they're what they need to do now is license this technology, um, or bring in licenses on the technology, like Steam, team up with Steam, and allow people to start using their some of their Steam games from certain developers or something like that. You know, because um, yeah, the way it's going, this is just going to be another one of those Google things that they tried sure. and threw money at and just left on a shelf yep you're absolutely right um and quite honestly too this this is going to be one of the big times where if it does fail this is one of the first times a big company is going to be leaving you without like that discussion of do you really own it like if if google stadia shits out and you've spent 60 dollars on triple a games yeah you can't play them anymore that that whole conversation is going to blow up. Well, I mean, it kind of blew up back with, uh, well, what was that that game console that had a fuck? What was that? Ooh yeah, the ooh yeah, yep, yeah. You know, it, it was it was around that time, but that was even still so such in its infancy that right. this this because of the name that's attached to it is really going to change might change the game. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that's a real possibility too is that it maybe Google's not shutting it down, but it's not doing that great, and these companies don't renew their renew their leases or their contracts, and they pull their games off the service. You know, like right. that's that's a possibility too. So, um, I'm sure if that happened, those companies would comp you somehow. They'd give you like a Steam code or I think you'd have something. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's kind of fucked up. Way uh, 
another game that's kind of not getting great reviews in some senses is Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, new Pokemon IP, first game, first full-fledged Pokemon game on a console. Uh, new Pokemon game. You had Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee last year. Sure. But, um, sure sounds like this might be the same game. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up what I was putting down on that. Uh, sure sounds like it might be the same motherfucker. It's, it's, getting some, it's getting some heat because there are quite a few assets that are straight Reused. up copied yeah. from well and let's go pikachu and eevee game freak came out and said yo this is from the ground up brand fucking new we're doing all this goddamn work like this yeah. why we have to do a delay this why it's going to take a while because you guys are getting the motherfucking best of the motherfucking best of the motherfucking best yeah and guess what it's, ain't shit yeah so it sounds not like that but we're not even getting the full fucking pokedex I believe somebody told me there's not even Squirtle in this game. No, nope. barely, sorry. barely any of the original 150 in there. Core Pokemon. Yeah, and the motherfucker ain't there. Now yeah. you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um. There are definitely some problems there. Uh, not the entire just, Pokedex. You don't have the entire national decks, which is like, whatever. I can kind of deal with that. Um, you have all these low rendered assets from prior games and then i i remember like i was watching twitch uh might have been doing it at work who knows if i was on lunch or not um on release day and one of these streamers is out there in this wild zone they call it where like you go out and you just catch all different kinds of pokemons and he's like in real time he's discovering that all the trees same exact tree so there's hundreds of trees out in this zone Everyone is the exact same art, <laughs> and it's just copy and pasted across right. the entire zone. And, and like, the thing that I have a problem lazy. with <clears throat> the thing that I have a problem with is that I can, honest to God, tell you, I have been so excited for the idea of a new console Pokemon game. Yep. Forever. Yep. Same. Same. Since I started a video game podcast. In 2013, 2012, like, whatever yeah. it's been. I want to see these things in like full HD, I, I have full said, animation. I want to be able to play a console Pokemon game. And then you finally deliver to me what you deem a full console Pokemon game. And it's half ass. It's got assets from last year's game and even back literally 3DS graphics in some cases. You have Pokemon that jump up and down to do their moves. They don't have any animation for some of their moves. No, nope. like, the voice acting kind of bothers me and it yeah, shouldn't. First but... voice and first voice acting in Pokemon. <sighs> just, um, just irritating, man. I mean, you had the idea you have, you're on the precipice of greatness, a bot in a bot in fan, a fan base that want this game to succeed and you still fuck it up. All that said, was on a really good Facebook Marketplace deal the I other day. I almost bought it, and I did. I did. Is it still on sale? Do you know? Yeah, 38 bucks. Just for the one, though, right? The other one was sold out. Uh, at the time I bought it, they were both available. Yeah, and one was sold they out had, when I looked. They had the double edition for like 70 bucks. I would probably... Um, I don't need the double edition. I'm not going to play it. There's no point, as far as I'm concerned, especially well, now. Well, there is, because if you play both and you get some kind of like... Uh, some kind of farming piece uh, for shinies. Yeah, you get a yeah, you get like a charm thing. Anyway, 
Um, I probably won't even really play it. Like I bought it as a. Got to be careful here. Bought it as an Xmas gift for yeah, no, my I'm, daughter I'm, who's a big I'm, P P man fan. I'm at the point. <laughs> I'm at the point now that, especially games like that, you know, I, I haven't traded in a lot of my uh my Switch games because I want to allow the kids to play it when we get to the new house or the new the Switch. I want to try right. to put that in their bedroom with them and see if I can trust them enough to play the games without wrecking it. So we'll <laughs> see. Um, but it just fucking, I just don't know, man. I. I I love Pokemon. I really do. But when you're telling me that you basically just recycled the game to get it out, I don't I don't want to give you money for that. Yeah, I mean my problem with Pokemon really has been just the actual Pokemon. They're just like literally just like fucking household things with eyeballs and mouths. Like it's it's getting Fuck. a little ridiculous. Dugan sent me the other uh, one the other day. Let me pull this up here really really quick because what it was called was hilarious to me. This is on a on this looks to be on a 3DS actually. Okay. Um which is weird. Oh, this is like a real Pokemon. There's a real Pokemon called Drampa. Okay. Looks like a dragon Pokemon. It is called a Placid Pokemon. And then look at the Pokemon. He's got kind of a like a like a, you know, like yeah. a knickknack. Yeah. So like a Flaccid Pokemon. Uh. First of all, I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. And then this is honest to god what uh what the description says height nine foot ten weight four hundred and seven point nine pounds if a child it has made friends with is bullied drampa will find the bully's house and burn it to the ground whoa now that's pretty hot yeah some of some of these things like you got to be thinking that these fucking guys are sitting in the room going we got about a thousand of these motherfuckers now let's let's see what we can slip in like they're not going to be paying too much attention in the development area like let's see what we can get in there it just it's baffling to me that they po- Pokemon though going back even to like the original red and blue they have some like outrageous pokédex entries like little easter egg things and designs yeah true but i don't know i'll probably pick it up eventually but it's real disappointing that it uh, they just didn't follow through with what they said they were going to do true um and it sounds like a, a majority of that game unfortunately runs at 720p so well and, I, and- I, and maybe this is every Pokemon game, but I've never really found it to be this way. Andrew Morgan, okay. uh, friend friend of the show, as I said earlier, said he's put 20 hours into it and is at the final boss. Oh, well, that sounds about right, though. I mean, it isn't, I mean, like, though. For a Pokemon you, game? You can spend 100 hours on Pokemon. Well, th- that was his point, is you could get the first six Pokemon you get and call it a day and just go. Right. I've I've already right. seen videos online, though, where it's like, can you go right to the final boss in Pokemon with your starter? It's like, yeah. You can. Um, uh, I'll, I'll let you know. You know, it's going to take me about a month because right. of what I already said. But um, you finished Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. No, no, no. Can we do something before we get to Jedi Fallen Order? Can we talk movie before I shit on things? Let's, okay, sure. let's go positive before we go negative, Tony. Can we please? Right. Yeah, let's hear it. So Rise of Skywalker. We're 14 yep. days away. Yep. 13 if you're going to see it opening Thursday night. Yep. I still haven't heard a theory as good as yours about what yeah. the title means. Yeah. Like I'm 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 really feeling Pretty it. Sh- really thinking mine's gonna be right. I um, think so. Here's here's where I'm at. Yep. I don't I I don't know that I wanna see the movie. <laughs> oh, oh god, no, I'm I'm actually more hyped for it. Like, I'm excited to, but, like, I just kind of don't want it to be over. And seeing it means it's over. 
But you know the reason yeah. I really here's here's why I want to see it. Okay. The fucking Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, it's got to tie into it somehow. There's no reason they'd be putting out an episode the day before the fucking release if it doesn't tie into Star Wars somehow. Yeah, I. I I don't know. Like I here's, I've here's thought what's about it. around I've right now on the it. internet. Have you have you taken the polls to the internet recently? Oh yeah, I mean people fucking love Baby Yoda. He's a well, no, I mean on Star Wars, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah, what about it? Rays of the Dark Side? You're, you're talking, back. No, I get a lot of. Well, I mean, I know you're you're on the clone train. You're on the clone zone. That Baby Yoda's a clone. Well, yeah, in in Rays of Clone, you're also on the Rays of Clone uh, uh, business too, aren't you? No, I haven't really thought oh, that, but I I, that. I understand that theory. Um, a lot of people are on the Rays of Clone. A lot of people are on the uh, on on that Clone Bone, and I'm just not there. Um, but a lot of people are talking online that there's going to be a lot of Force Ghost usage in this movie. Okay, and that uh, we're going to see everyone from Vader to Yoda um, to Obi Wan all back in some sort of Force. Like, hey, we're all going to come inside of you to help you defeat Palpatine, Palpatine finally. Yeah. And that just seems really fucking lame to me. <laughs> like, I don't want that at all. That And so that couldn't be further from what the Star Wars canon is now. Um, like, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen in the books. doesn't happen in the TV shows. The Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels barely happens in the movies. So, like... They set that precedence with Luke and and Yoda in the last movie. Like that is not a Star Wars thing. So that would that would be kind of shitty. Right. Um I just all I want out of this movie is to laugh, to cry, to clap, yeah. and to feel satisfied. Like I watched Last Jedi recently and I think that movie is still pretty okay. Um Force Awakens is once you're past the point of the fact that it's a fucking carbon copy of four, yeah. it's real fun to watch. And it's good. Uh, man, it's, good. it's a good it is a good movie. Yeah. It is. So I think JJ is going to do OK. But this idea that he made a cut, Kathleen made a cut, Bob, uh, Bob Iger made a cut um, all worries me in the sense that everyone's got differentiating differentiating ideas. And then the fact that Abrams came out not five days ago and said, oh, I literally just finished the movie yeah. and they had a they, they had a, a screening last night i think for cast and crew right. um finally so that makes me extremely nervous that it's taken him this long and he must have had to do some reshoots or edits at the end of the day i i don't even i would be a-okay with a non-ending if it mm. meant if it meant it paid back the original trilogy well so so we know that this new new blood are going to get another trilogy that's confirmed do we know that so, though i don't think we know that wasn't that is that no. speculation that's speculation oh is it really cuz the, the the rumors going around were that db db and david's trilogy was way different and ryan johnson's trilogy way different ryan johnson's is confirmed to be a completely new story yeah so was db By db Disney. and david it was going to be way way different Oh, well, okay. Well, let's just squash that whole thing. Here's my popular theory. So I, I thought that I was the originator of the clone theory, that Baby Yoda's a clone. Right. That turns out, you're right, it's out there already. 
Here's my theory, though, that I have not seen or heard um, that strictly based on my Star Wars fandom I've cobbled together, okay, about The Rise of Skywalker. So if you if you know Star Wars, you know that like all of the bad Sith or Dark Jedi, they all the Darths pretty much, they have helmets. It's sure. like a, it's like a thing going back thousands of years. Uh, Darth Maul didn't. Darth Maul did not. No. Nope, Darth Sidious right. didn't. Hear me out here. So the, there are masters and then there are there are protégés, protégés, right? So there is um, a really old comic uh, that was retconned out in the Legends transition, and that recently was re-released and kind of remade canon. And it goes back to like thousands and thousands of years ago, but it basically talks about how. Um, one of one of uh, the old old time Sith lords, high lords, figured out how to capture his essence of his soul. Yep. In helmets. Um, and so anybody that put on a helmet would become this guy. Like he would be able to possess him. Oh. So I think that plays into rebuilding the helmet so many times with Kylo. It, yeah. So like they kept Darth's helmet around. They. Everybody always has a helmet on, and it would make a it would kind of be a creative twist about why these really potent light side users become dark. Like maybe they just get fucking possessed by one of the most powerful Sith Lords in history. Um, so that's my that's my train is like Kylo's gonna some and and even even Darth Vader like he told Luke like take my helmet off right you know and. As soon as he takes it off, boom, he's on the light side. Right. So, I don't know, man. I kind of like the theory that Kylo yeah. <clears throat> gets the helmet off. And what? Where's the explanation why he kills Solo, then? No mask. I don't know. Just to prove that he is a bad guy? Well, maybe. I mean, Anakin killed I mean, the, the younglings. My my whole theory this whole entire time has been that Ben Solo's coming back to the light side. And that he is either underground, deep underground, or that he will get turned. And they were really close a couple of different times. You know, Solo, Yeah. let me tell you something. That scene still gives me chills. Like, get, take say what you want about Harrison Ford and his probable apathy for the Star Wars franchise after he was a part of it. Pretty much. I mean, it was. But Motherfucker seemingly committed to that role in Seven. And knocked it out of the park because he because he basically worked it into the contract. That, like, hey, you got to murder, gotta me. die. <laughs> yep, which is great because it worked. Yeah, and that is a gut wrenching motherfucker. But also, who doesn't put fucking railings on a goddamn walkway like that? Get the fuck out of this town. Yeah, that's true. The Imperials. Any- don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. That's, I mean, Rise Skywalker, we're two weeks away. I'm super pumped. I'm nervous to see it because I don't want it to be over, but I need to see it so I can definitively say it's it's done with. Yep. We don't have our tickets. I've had multiple people hit me up about us, you and me, going with them, so we need to get that locked down pretty fast. Uh, okay. There are, like, no seats in the state of Iowa, so we might have to go states, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out, but uh, Chris and Garrett both want to go with you and me. Uh, okay. So we got to figure that out. My boys Brian and Silas want to go. Uh, so we, we've got we, we've got some competition here of uh, 
big Star Wars, you know, we're the Knights of Ren rock, walking into this motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, like, we don't have to go on the first night or the second night. Like, I mean, I tried to go Christmas Eve, and you told me that was crazy for some reason. I'm not really that's sure That's weird. Why. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. I mean, we could go, like, on a Sunday afternoon. Sure. Like, there's oh, going to yeah. be seats available. Yeah. Um, and just, like, go on a straight-out social media blackout for a couple days. And I'm okay with that. I, yeah, I'm really I okay with too. that. And I, and I think I can do that. I'm, I'm not... I'm excited to see this. I there I I can't tell you I won't see it with my dad first based on me able to see it in a small town where there's not going to be a sellout where in a bigger town it will be. I'm very but, tempted in Indianola to do that because yeah, yeah. and like, that's what I said to you too. I was like, we well, just go to Indianola and get tickets in no time. I want to see it in a big time. I do too, but I mean, for the simplicity of not having to do the social media blackout, that's where I'm at. Is round one small town don't give a fuck, and go round two be able to really absorb everything inside of the four you know MX. All, all the sound, all the video. Maybe you can do that, but I can guarantee I, you I'd I spoil it for you if you I really did that. Would. I am not that big, that much of an asshole. John I would, Snow, motherfucking dead. I would do it. You would. Yep, yes, you I definitely would. would. Um, uh, so let's move on from, from that <laughs> Star Wars to the bad Star Wars, right? Yeah, so Derek does not like Jedi Fallen Order because he's kind of a bitch. It's um, not that I don't like it. It's a really good game. It is pretty good. But it it's a really good game. No, it is the best that. Star Wars game ever. Whoa. KOTOR? Better than KOTOR. Now you're smoking weed. Nope, I'm not. But Here's right. where I'm at. I thought the ideas in place in Jedi Fallen Order were great. The main character was bland as fuck. The... By the way, your whole cell on trying to tell me that that dude lived was the best thing of all time. <laughs> I told it, to, I told it to Chris too, and he's like, "Is he retarded? Does he really think you're gonna buy that?" I'm like, "I don't know, but it's really funny to me." <laughs> like, oh, I committed to some it. Random, you really did. He's like, "I'm like, oh, no, dude, I got him on the ship he's right now." So badass. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm like, this dude's fucking crazy. Anyway, um, I I'm not a Dark Souls fan. Yeah. What I am is a Bloodborne fan, but Bloodborne is so much more fluid. It's so much faster. It, it's so different to me feeling than a Dark Souls game. This and is a good mix between both of them, though. It's definitely b- way more punishing than I, it needs yeah, to be. It really you are is. a Jedi with the most powerful idea of a weapon in maybe all of uh, film history that you have this light sword that doesn't blood splatter doesn't really take a lot of effort to swing and just fucking murder somebody. And instead of being a badass, which I get cause you're a new Padawan or coming out of Padawan state, you take three or four shots and you're fucking murdered. Like get the fuck out of here with that shit. That's yeah. so annoying to me. Yeah. And we've talked, we talked about it personally. Like it's, it's a rough balance to strike because you know, they went, uh, they went full force and the force unleashed, even even the name implies you were just it. fucking murdering everybody. Star Killer was like beyond badass, um, like pulling fucking Imperial Star Destroyers out of the sky. Like he's the Luke Skywalker you wanted in the movies. Well, he might even be more. <laughs> he definitely like, more. But I, he, you know what I'm he saying. He pulled in an he pulled an entire Imperial Star Destroyer, the biggest ship in the galaxy. He just force pulled it right out of the sky. Like, come on, bro. Um. It's pretty ridiculous, but yeah, like the game is punishing. Um, the The main actor, I think, is just was a miscast. Like, I I don't think if if you take out the fact that he is like just a pale, normal faced white dude, that it would be that bad. 
because um, his, his character arc isn't that bad. His story is not that bad. It's just like the actor that plays him, deadpan face, super pale white dude. And it's like, it's as, you know, cookie cutter as it gets. My thing with the the guy that they cast is he played the Joker in that Batman series. Yeah, he did. And so the dude isn't a bad actor, but they just, they fresh faced him up real good and just kind of dropped him in this world where I'm a story game player. This game is surrounded with story and yeah. somehow his face <laughs> pulled me out of everything. It, it was I bad. hated it. I hated it so much. He Even has if they a had weird face, a, dude. You throw a beard on him, and I probably, you know what? I probably been okay with it. Yeah, but I would agree. It was so awkward looking, and not only that, but there's just so many little kinks, little quirks to the game. You have Big Dick One, right? Old yeah. BD One, your your partner in crime, fucking awesome. Yeah, maybe my second favorite part of the game. Love BD One, he's awesome. Okay, why do you need to make a quip every time he jumps into a fucking treasure chest? Yeah. You know he's going in there now. Yeah. After the first or second time, you get it. See, this Why? is where you get like really Why? nitpicky, though. No, like, that's not nitpicky. That's nitpicky. Oh, like, God, I don't think so. Yes, I remember you were just shitting on it, and it's like, it, it's not a. I kept trying to tell you like it's not a bad game. It's just not your the game that you like. You were trying to convince me that the game is fucking awful when really it's just a game that does not complement your play style. It's like, that doesn't mean it's a bad game. It just means that you're not not good at these games. It's, listen, I got better at the game because I tried to remove myself from the negativity I was putting onto it and trying to really commit to the actual way it wanted me to play. And you were dead on with, I wasn't using any force powers. I was just trying to sword fight my way through it. I really wasn't. And so, and I'll give you credit there. You're dead right. I was not. Just let's back up and just put it into perspective for the listeners, right? Derek is the guy that I play video games with. And more times than not, I'm like, okay, so we're we're about to run into these enemies. Like, what do you want to do? You Like, I'm going to start sniping the dudes. And then I realize he's in the middle of like 15 fucking enemies just going ham. That's Derek. But most times I survive, don't I? Sure. Most times I survive. Because I'm there for you, baby. No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so this game is not conducive to that style. So I'm trying to, it really to is get not. around. Not until you have a lot of the force powers. And even with the force powers, you still get your ass kicked. Like I still put myself on easy mode with the yeah. very last fight because I just didn't want to deal with it. Like the idea that. This lady's throwing a fucking lightsaber around at you and having all these crazy ass force powers, and you have push and slow. Like that's really well, what that's you maybe got. what you had, but I had yeah. all the force powers, and but I thought that game I wasn't was pretty throwing fun. my lightsaber because like fuck that, you know. Slow and and push were the two that mattered for me, and so you know, and, and that's the beauty of where I'm at with video games at this point is I can I, I'm okay with dropping the difficulty down because. I did like the story enough that I wanted to see it through. Yeah. And the fact that the gameplay was still trying to gate me from that because I wasn't picking up the way that it wanted me to was very beneficial to me. Like I, I was happy that it allowed me to do that. Unlike a game like bloodstained where mm-hmm. I'm at a boss right now and I can't drop the difficulty down and I'm just kind of fucked. Oh, you know? get to. Yeah. D- different story, but at the end of the day, I, I, I like the idea of what they were going for with Jedi fallen order. I think, can I spoil stuff? Sure. 
I thought the Darth Vader thing was a fucking cop out from hell. I thought it was awesome. Darth. And here's why you probably thought it was awesome. Did you spoil it for yourself? Because I definitely did. No, I did not. Definitely did. Yeah, because I'm sitting here going, I'm going. How much this motherfucking game do I got? Fucking. Darth I was, Vader? I was the fuck? genuinely shocked. I was not when he come come up off that balcony, uh, and like just fucked up Treya. Like I was genuinely shocked, um, because he was not mentioned like at all the entire game. Um, yeah, I was shocked. I, I just, my thing about it all is, to me, there's a couple different cop-outs when it comes to Star, the Star Wars universe, and it's, most of the time, fucking Darth Vader. Why? Well, I, I thought it was so good because the entire game is about Order 66, and you get some really intimate details about how all that shit went down, and the clones turned, and all that stuff. Um, and Vader was, like, right at the epicenter of that, but he's not in the game at all. Then at the very end, you get them at the at the most perfect time, and then you get to fight them and run away from them. Like I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Raging boner. It's it the idea that Darth Vader was the one controlling the Inquisitors is awesome. But they killed yeah. my favorite character in that game. I loved that girl. I thought she was awesome. I would have loved to explore that a little bit more. I think that the bug-eyed bitch could die in a heartbeat, and I <laughs> just can't fucking... I don't want to deal with it. Um, Grease was great. I, I wish she... Grease is great, but uh, the other girl was awful, and I, I was hoping she was going to be a bad guy. That would have been a way cooler oh, twist. Oh, the witch? Dothamere witch? No, the, the Dothamere witch is cool. No, the night sister was awesome. The chick yeah. on the, the bug-eyed bitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was her name? Seal? Seal? Seer. 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 I was really hoping Seer was going to turn because that would have been a way better twist and way more awesome to see everyone getting fucked because of her yeah. and they didn't do it. And then they killed off the, 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 the one chick who used to be a Jedi and then wasn't. And God, she was so cool. Like the idea that even if you didn't kill her and you were searching for her next game, would have it felt good. Right. And then the, the tease wasn't much of a tease. It was just, Oh, we're just going to destroy this list that you found. And now where do we go? Fuck off. Yeah, that was that was kind of a stale like finale, but the entire finish leading up to that specific seat like cutscene was great. I thought the Darth Vader stuff was awesome. Um I really like the collectible like Metroidvania uh aspects of it. I think it it really nailed the combination of a lot of different video game tropes. Um between like the uncharted platforming and the the Dark Souls-ish uh, progression system and kind of the God of War combat. Like, I thought, I thought it was it pretty felt good. Very, it, I, I love, again, if they made another one of these, I would buy it again because I, I did I enjoy what to, I yeah. played. I did enjoy what I played. I'm not yeah. saying that this game is trash. I, I don't think it's my game of the year, but it's a, a game of the year contender. Yeah, I think the sure. worst thing I could say about it is the complexity of the maps and no fast travel like i the spent, maps were awful i spent so much time lost in some of these maps and then also like you spend so much time getting to a specific part so deep in a map and you then got you gotta boot it you all, go the, all way the way back yeah it's um, just too much like it's too much fluff that 
if you it eliminated was. that, yeah, okay, your your game might be ten or twelve hours, but I would have had a better time with a fast travel ability to get to and from save points, right? And it would, and I would have had more time. Like if you'd have said, okay, hey, game's like twelve to fourteen hours. There's fast travel. And or you give can, me like an item or something. But you can and you can explore and clear out all the worlds a little easier this way. Yeah, I'm way good with that. Twenty hours with with a ton of backtrack, unnecessary backtracking, didn't it, feel good. It was probably the aspect of the Dark Souls that I didn't it is. like. Yeah, it's definitely um, the the problem though is really that like in Dark Souls it works because the areas are not massive. And overall, a lot of the enemies are completely avoidable. Like you can run past them, you can cheese past them, like whatever. And I, and I did. But when in, you in Star Wars, well, I'm talking about in Dark Souls. Well, yeah, but that. I'm just saying in Star Wars, I did that same thing a lot of times. It, yeah, but like when you combine that mechanic with the platforming and like the expansiveness of the areas, like it's a lot of ideas shoved into one thing that didn't all come out the way you wanted well, to. Yeah. And also like in dark souls, like you go to a lamp or you go to a bonfire and then you can go back home. Right. Uh, you can't do that in Jedi. Nope. So it's like, uh, it's like baking a pie in the dead center, but it's still frozen. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I'll go with that. Um, really good game. Probably in that goatee conversation. I mean, what, what's your, what's your out of 10 rating here, Tony? What are you talking? I'd easily give it a nine. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, for real. What are you really talking about giving it? I'd give it like a nine. <laughs> he's he's kind of fake laughing, but he's really laughing. <laughs> it's a fake laugh, but it's a real laugh. Okay, Tony, what would you give it? Like, literally, you're not going to give it a nine. I know you better. You're a harsh asshole. What are you really going to give it, man? It's I'm being fucking serious. I'm giving it you're a nine. You're fucking lying to me. God I'm damn it. not. I'm giving oh it a nine out of ten. God. You shit. My wings are a seven, and this game's a nine? That's correct. The, the bad things about the game aren't that important. Like... The fact that the character is, like I said, like once you get past the fact that it's just like a, a really plain white dude, the story's still good. The voice acting's good. The monologues are good. The flashbacks are great. This, like This game's a 7.5 at best. Ooh, that is real harsh. Let's look up the Metacritic and see what it's getting right now. I think it's like an 82. Jedi Fallen Order Metacritic. Uh, PlayStation 4 has the most reviews. Loading. It's at an 80 and an 8 yeah. user score. Sure. So you're closer off. than I am. I'm, yeah, I'm not far um, off. Yeah. Uh, I think probably is, what... Here's my, my biggest gripes is I think the game is too punishing for what it's asking you to do. Yeah. I don't think it's rewarding enough for what you have to do. And I think the between the voice acting and the character design is not good. I love the Metroidvania aspects of it, but it would be so much better if you had a fast travel ability and then you're, you're fast traveling to the gated area and then unlocking that and running through there. That would feel so much better than having to traverse all the way to what you need to get to, to then use your ability to get there. Okay. So here's, I got, I got, I I got this. Let me explain. We got to move on, but yeah, no. So here's how it works, right? You're at a seven. I'm at a nine. Metacritic's at basically an eight. Here's, here's the reason why you're, you're bumping at a point because it's not your style of game and there are those concerns, the fast travel and some of the punishing mechanics. 
I'm bumping it to a nine just because I'm I'm a Star Wars fanboy, and a lot of the lore, a lot of the customization of like the lightsabers, some of the outfits, um, a lot of that stuff that if I was not a Star Wars nerd, I probably wouldn't have picked up on or cared about. But the idea that you don't it. get that, you don't get to do anything with your lightsaber until the end of the game, Tony. No, that's because of you. That's no, it's the end of the game. You can fucking change your crystal. That's dumb. I... I got That's to the dumb. point where I could change to all the colors, and then I still probably played for like six or seven hours. Like it's just how you play the game. Like that's not your style. So like I get it. I, you the fact that you couldn't change your color or crystal until the very end of the game was fucking bad. I it's bad. Totally. Yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, if you're mainlining it, like that's that's true. So I'll give you that. But if you're Playing it like it's intended to be played, you're still going to have like six or seven or eight hours of content after you get off I, uh, Iris or whatever it's called. Yeah. I don't know. Seven and a half. Uh, nine. Yeah. Okay. I'll go to five. So nine. a solid eight. I think that falls in line with where we want to be. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Move, moving on. Sam Punk. Um, yeah, I don't know we, that I've got a ton of state about this. Well, we haven't had a podcast for a few weeks, so we haven't had a chance really to talk about this. But CM Punk is back with Fox via with the NFL or the NFL back with the WWE, WWE via, via Fox. Fox. Right. Yes. Um, so he's on WWE backstage kind of the analyst sometimes. show sometimes. Yeah. Um, I think he's doing good work. I've watched some of the highlights like he's going after some honest ass shit. He's only um, been on a full episode once. He showed up at the end of that one. He hasn't been back in a couple of weeks. He's He'll kind of feuding with Tuesday. Seth Rollins. Yeah, he's kind of fake feuding with Seth Rollins or maybe it's real. Seth Rollins is now a heel. Seth Rollins is on on Tuesday night. CM Punk yeah. wasn't there. So there's not really any credence to, oh, God, they're going to fight at Mania. But as a fanboy. Boy, oh boy. Mm. Hearing Cult of Personality at WrestleMania in Tampa Bay sounds right the fuck up my alley. Here's the thing, right? Is when CM Punk says something, I tend to believe it just because, like, that's who he is. So when he keeps telling people, like, he hasn't talked to nobody. Yeah. I, I believe the guy. I, I haven't talked to nobody at WWE. I haven't talked to nobody. I haven't talked to nobody. Because he's, he's arrogant and cocky enough that he would let. He wouldn't outright be like, oh, yeah, I've been talking to somebody. But he would, like, smile or do some sort of cocky something. You know what I mean? Like, that's who he is. Right. Um, so, yeah, I believe him. He hasn't talked to anybody at WWE. I don't think so either. But he's also planning the idea that it's there. You know? He, he has still... talked about that. He's like, I wouldn't walk away from it. Yeah, he's not going to say no. He's not going to say yes. But he's he's for sure planting every possible seed of doubt in everybody's mind because that's what CM Punk does. He's the best at this. He is the greatest of all time. Yeah, and I think think WWE is going to ride it out. I think Mania would be the thing. Like, that, it would kind of of be a story, a Cinderella story. Like, if you're WWE right now, you have this NXT... You want every possible... Yeah, you need every possible eye on your product. Yeah, you have this NXT invasion thing that, as corny as it kind of is for real wrestling fans, it's really paying off for casual fans. Like, NXT is a is a powerhouse of a brand, you know, coming up. They're... I think they're crushing AEW. I don't really know what the ratings say, but like... No, AEW's as... beat them almost every week but one. Yeah, but I mean, like, overall, right? Like, AEW, I don't think is nearly as sustainable. Like, the oh, the, I, I the quality of product, the I quality of product is not as much. 
because of I how we're gonna have to disagree then. Because of how WWE has saturated the market with bad product, and AEW feels fresh, it feels new, it's and it's good wrestling. Yeah, that's true. A, AEW is going to win that 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 fight nine times out of ten. I do agree that like the technical expertise of these wrestlers is is pretty good, and and really the talent good. the talent level is good. But I think that what Vince has been successful at is monetizing the show, and. AEW here's, is the production value of it is night and day. It's not. Here's good. where I'm at. Here's where I'm at with uh, Vince Chris Mann. Jericho, though. So still the still the greatest. <laughs> he's so good. He's so the, fat. Did you watch motherfucker. It on Wednesday? I did. Yeah. That he's thing like, with Jungle Boy and whatever. Well, he's like no, uh, no, no list of Jericho. He's like get out of 2015. Yeah. Exactly. And he's like, what? Well, I remember what? What did he even call it? I don't remember. The something of the champion. Oh, the yeah. Jericho, <laughs> the uh, lexicon. The lexicon of the, the champion. champion. was so good. <laughs> he is so good. He's yeah. still the best. Yeah, it's he's so great. Good. I liked it. Um, and, and Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt are all so great. That guy was great. Like, I have a master's degree. <laughs> like, it's, it's so fucking dying. Like, it's... It's, oh, it's kind of... It's really edging on the border of breaking the fourth wall. It's but and that's the best part about it is yeah. they are basically telling WWE fuck off we're still gonna be here and they are well they he's talking saying that enough to show that Cody Rhodes is talking about that guy like that's on both going between both the shows like yeah it's it's pretty good stuff it's, they it's they have story. a winning formula like between Dustin and Cody Rhodes uh, Y2J and. I mean, you're not even talking about Moxley. You're not even talking about. Kenny I know. Omega, yeah, Bucks. I was gonna say like Kenny Omega. Uh, John Moxley's really good. I kind of like Champa. I think he's he needs some polish um, on his mic Ciampa skills. Champa on NXT, you mean? Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. You're, you're messing it up, dog. Yeah, I'm. I'm mixing it up. Um, it's fine. But you know what I'm saying. Like AEW's got some good talent. I wish the production value was there, and maybe it will be. Like. You know they're on a contract uh, with TNT, and maybe maybe they get some some uh, private investments and get some some contract money and and up the production value. The, it's very clear that they're in like some shitty stadiums or, well, or like some shitty venues. Well, like, they're they're in colleges a lot of times. And, yeah, like I mean, you know three or four you know thousand back people. In, you know who's back in AEW? Don't you? Uh, Bischoff? I don't know. No, it's the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Shot Khan's son. Yeah. Yeah, it's son, his son. Yeah, there's there's some Saudi money there. There's definitely some Saudi money there. Yeah. Um, circle back to CM Punk, though. I think that it... So he's... His big shtick is that he never got the main event at WrestleMania, and he thinks he deserved that. You couple that with, I think, WWE's in a, in a waiting period because they know they got a good product with NXT. Sure. Um, they've got three shows that are a little bit down, but still dominating as far as Hella sports. Strong. Yeah, as far as sports entertainment goes, they have great ratings comparatively. And they've got some of these talents that are building up that like you, you're kind of cycling through and figuring out who could be your next like really big superstar. Um, and I really like Cole. Uh, I think they they got to really accelerate and give him a good push. Cause I think he's I awesome do right away. Yeah. Uh, that black dude, he's great. Keith Lee. Keith Lee's great. Uh, he's so great. He was so good on NXT this week. Um, Finn Balor. The best. He's great too. 
So still the best. I mean, at the end of the day, WWE is still producing a better overall product, but AEW is doing such good work. Such, I, such I good think work. they wait, and it's like it's one of those things where you got you got like six to eight months before, um, or sorry, you got like four to five months before WrestleMania. So it's like I think they can really afford to wait another few months to yeah. see what where they're at before I, they I decide if, if they're going to bring CM back. I'm at the point now with CM Punk that I would be more surprised if I didn't see him at Royal Rumble or uh, at the WrestleMania. You think he's going to be at Royal Rumble next month? I would love to see him at Royal Rumble, dude. Could you imagine the pop for hearing Colt's a fucking personality in the middle of that shit? I think it'd be great if he came in first and went out oh, second to last again. So, well, <laughs> yeah, no, but not not that, but it'd be so good to see him. Yeah. Uh, maybe Maybe... Kane can just fucking give him a huge concussion and throw him out early. Um, Yikes, take. Uh, that, that's yeah. my CM Punk talk. What else you got for me, Tony? Uh, did you do any Black Friday shopping besides the I Xbox? Mean, aside from the Xbox, um, I bought a couple Switch games, bought Ukulele and the Impossible Layer for 10 bucks at the GameStop. Right wow, now. that's a good one. Really good price. I, I played a little amazing. bit of Ukulele on Game Pass. Um, the original is I not like great. It. I like it all right. It's fine. Yeah. Ukulele and the Impossible Layer, definitely DK64 or Donkey Kong Country. I'm sorry, yeah, is what it is. Which I'm, I love Donkey Kong Country, so I'm good. Oh, is, um, it, is it side scrolling? Yeah, it's they changed the whole thing with uh, Impossible Layer. It's literally completely different than the original. Huh? Is it That's more like I want to worry in the Blind Forest type of deal? That's the game you need to fucking play. Um, it's not like so Metroidvania ish. Okay, it's just I mean it's think just like if you literally watch a video. It's not, I'm not even joking you, it's fucking Donkey Kong Country with ukulele. It's all it is. Yeah, I'll check it out. Um, Which I imagine if it. ukulele is on Game Pass, eventually that's going to come to Game Pass. Like, I'm yeah, probably yeah. in a waiting period. Um, but for 10 bucks on the Switch, which Switch games are never that cheap, that's why I was like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also got the uh, the 8-bit collection uh, on Switch, the Aladdin and Lion King games. Okay. 15 bucks at Target. That's Hot a good deal. That's a good deal. Pick that up. I like both uh, those games. Up. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. I want to let the kids play them so they can be like, holy shit, games are this hard. Yeah, bitch, these fucking things are hard. Fuck yeah, they were, man. Fuck yeah, they were. Um, Super Mario World, people love that game. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. That's for damn sure. I picked up Plague Tale Innocence uh, physical from Amazon for 30. It was 25 digital, 30 Mm. physical. That's worth it. You know, worth it for the five bucks. Um, Picked that up. Picked up Call of Duty. 38 bones on the Xbox. I'm sorry, on the the PS4. Not worth it. About that physical. Way worth it. That might be top five goatee this this year. Are you fucking shitting me? Not lying to you. I'm having so much fun playing Call of Duty, and I really didn't think I would. You know, most of the time when I play Call of Duty, I play for the story. Yeah. And I don't play a lot of multiplayer. Right. But I've played only multiplayer, and I've played for like nine fucking hours. That's gross. It's so good, Tony. Uh, it's so good. Okay. What else? It's so good, Tony. What else, Derek? So good. I believe you. Like I, I used to be a huge modern warfare Tony, it's fan. fucking good. Um, that's everything that I bought for Black Friday. Besides that, but that and the Xbox. That's that's where I that's where I capped out at. Yeah. Um, you my, fucking went nuts with some controllers and shit. You fucking went. You couldn't give me twenty bucks for the Xbox. But you could buy four I, fucking controllers, seventeen TVs. I also bought an Xbox, the digital. Um, I ended up. I had some Best Buy rewards. So, and my son. You know, like, I think he's going to like it, so I bought that. Um, I I bought a few games, nothing, like, nothing crazy. I mean, just a couple games that were, like, 10 bucks digitally. Um, but, yeah, I did. I bought a red 
Xbox controller I bought. That's pretty sexy. That's a pretty sexy controller. It's it's good looking. You know what the problem is? Like I love the Elite controller, but it has those rubberized grips, and they eventually get loose. And once they're loose, like I cannot stand it. Um, so yeah, I'll go back to a traditional controller. Sure. Uh, bought the purple uh, uh, PlayStation Four controller. That is sexy. Oh, so, I want that so bad. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's a good looking controller. Um, I bought it at Best Buy for forty bucks, and then it ended up being twenty eight dollars on Facebook. So I got to return the the Best Buy one. I tried to f- I tried to find it on Facebook. I didn't see. You didn't send me that link. I'll see if it's still on there. I doubt it probably is at this point, but, um, yeah, that was kind of it. I mean, I, I was expecting to get some switch stuff. Didn't do it. Um, sure. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, have you watched the Witcher trailer? Uh, I mean the older Witcher trailers. Yeah. Okay. It's still 28 bucks according to this thing. So I'm going to, oh, is it? Send it to me. Say a share. Here we go. You shared you shared me that Pokemon one the other day and then yelled at me because I didn't fucking respond to you, so Yeah, bitch. Better figure that shit out, son. Uh I just sent it to you on Facebook message. Okay, good. Um all colors, twenty eight dollars, free shipping. Uh yeah. So yeah, I'm buying yeah, that. You need to. It's sexy. Uh um, and not that I need it, but I want it. I oh, if so you don't have the red one, the red one is also really good. I almost bought the rose gold one. Um nope. Because, well, it's only because it's that really distinctive two-tone. Like, look at it real quick. The rose gold. It's sexy two-tone. I want... I don't know how to look at... How to look, why are we doing this live? I don't know I don't how to know. look at go different down. colors. So you go down. I'll look at colors. Down under the description is a color thing. And you oh, click on it. purple. Yeah. The one that I really no. want that's not on here is that, like, turquoise and orange one. Uh, I bought the green one. That's kind of... Maybe that's what I'm talking about. It's green and white. It looks like a like I I like. Oh, I do like that one. But have you seen like the turquoise and and blue one? No, I don't think I've seen that one. No. Uh, PS4. Purple's where it's at though. That titanium blue's not bad though. Yeah, I have a blue controller already. I've got a deep blue. I've got a God of War. I've got a white one. I think. And then I've got the uh, the the green and white one because that green white one again is so sexy. Yeah. Um, 28 bucks. That's a hot deal, Tony. It's a good one, Mr. Grinch. Uh, ooh, this is, I almost thought this was a good deal, and that's a, that's definitely a knockoff controller. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. anyway, moving on. We got to keep going. Uh, CM Punk, Black Friday. What else you buy? That was it. Uh, The Witcher. On oh, Netflix yeah. comes out in a couple Here, weeks. What are we at? Two weeks from now, they already re- they already greenlit a uh, season two. Yep. We all shit on the fact that Henry Cavill is going to be Geralt. The thing that I keep having to rip myself away from the fact is that this is not the Witcher video game. This is the book. It's based on the books. Um, and so a lot of the characters I, from the game, though. Sure, but it's not like it's going to be a little different than than the game is. It's going to be a little bit more, you know, take take it from a literary sense and dialogue's going to be a little different. It's not going to be you chasing. I've only played The Witcher 3. I've never played 1 or 2, so it's not going right. to be you trying to save Siri from whatever the fuck. I just don't know. Oh, yeah, that Barry Blue one's super sick. Yeah, I do want to buy really quick. I've always wanted to do just a custom controller, and I wanted to buy a Broncos colored one with the blue on the back and the orange on the front. I thought it would be pretty sick. No, please don't do that. 
You should buy a, a Ravens one, and I'll buy a Broncos one. We'll call it a day. I would never use it, so. So if I bought that for you for Christmas, you would just put it in a case and leave it alone? I would put it on display for sure. Okay, right on. I'll keep that in mind. Anyway, uh, the idea that it puts the Game of Thrones fight scenes to shame, yeah. I don't believe at all. Did you yet. watch the trailer? I want to see that. I did, yeah. But, I mean, they look fine, but I didn't come to Game of Thrones for its sword battling, so I don't really care. <laughs> you know? I came to Game of Thrones to be disappointed, and I succeeded in that. Well, uh, no doubt about um, that. No, I just... I, the sword fighting from Game of Thrones is not what I was there for. I was there for the yeah. fucking the hound smashing heads. I was there for Jamie Lannister fighting a fucking bear. You know, I wasn't there to see swords swinging. Um, so I could understand that part. And maybe that's what they're specifying is just the sword battling. Um, because I just don't see how you think they're really going to tap top battle of the bastards. Really? I think the technical fighting of it, maybe not, maybe not. That's what I'm saying. The sword fighting, the grandioso, the the uh, grandiose is not what they're going to match. Yeah. You're probably right. Um, I think Henry Cavill just fucking looks awesome. He does look very good. As Gerald Rivia. He he really does. I'm really excited to watch it. Well, in that trailer had a few people, they didn't specifically name them, but I, he's talking to that chicken, like the black lace sexy. I'm pretty sure that's Triss. Gotta be Triss. Um, it's it's not clear when this takes I want them place. To fuck, I want them to fuck on a unicorn again. Yeah, that's great. Right, exactly. Well, you got him. You got him in a bathtub. So I mean, yes, you did. Get him. Uh, that's like his thing, though. Even in the books, um, yeah, bathtubs. Yep. So I don't. So good. It's not clear when this is in the Witcher timeline. Um, based on his getup, I think it's if it's like between the second and third book, maybe. But I, I don't really know. But I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, so I read the first book. I'm kind of wanting to go back and read them. This is going to be one of those deals where this is like all over the bookstore. <laughs> like, oh, they're yeah. going to re-release the entire series. And Based on the hit Netflix show, The Witcher. Yeah. So, it looks really good. Like, I love shit like this. This is my shit right here. It's like this high fantasy um, stuff. And what? I think it's so cool that video games of our youth are being made into live action things. Like I love that technology put us there. Let's circle back to, to one thing we want to talk about. Let's talk about a couple other trailers here. The black widow trailer. Did it do it for you? No, it didn't do it for me. Either. I think that movie um, like Marvel is not going to go wrong. So I think they really no, just need to, they need to make that into a, a story. They're not going to hit a, they're not going to hit a billion dollar banger with this movie though. In my it opinion. needs to and be, I love Scar it's a bridge Joe. movie. I love a Scar Joe, but I, it's not going to be a billion dollar movie. Right. Um, the wife. Here's what I will tell you, though. The wife goes, "Hey, apparently I need to watch a trailer for uh, some superhero bullshit because it's got Hopper in it." So let me tell you what the widespread audience is feeling. Oh yeah, they're way into Hopper. They're uh, way they're way into Dad Bod. Dad Bod twenty twenty baby. Dad Bod tw- and she was like, "I thought Hopper was kind of hot and Stranger Things." So somebody said he looked good in this trailer. I'm like, "Nope, he definitely doesn't look good at all." But all right, here you go. Yeah, guys so like that get us laid, dude. So. I mean, whatever. I'm I'm way into it. So, she watched that. I think that movie. I mean, the idea they're leaning into Wade, Jason Bourne is the right call. Um, sure. I've always been intrigued in her backstory with her Russian upbringing and the ballet stuff and like the flashbacks she got here and there. Yeah. I'm way into that. 
I don't want this movie to be two and a half hours of ScarJo doing this shit. I give don't... me a tight, give me a tight, a hundred, yeah. tight hundo, and I'm Gucci. I I don't like this whole thing that Marvel seems to like to be doing of, like taking characters that have been around for ten years and then putting them in a prequel and making them look younger. Like it just really takes me out of it, but it's whatever, I guess. I just. I, I guess I'm holding on to the fact that we're not going to get another Avengers movie with the people we had before. So she's kind of like mm-hmm. one of the last vestiges of people we're going to get to see from those movies. Yeah, it's weird um, that they're kind of they seem to be making her like the leader kind yeah. of kind well, of thing. The other thing that they're doing is is Hawkeye the bad guy in this movie? That's the big nah. talk going around on the Internet right now is that. He's got this. The bad guy's got a bow and arrow, and he's supposed to be this guy. But Taskmaster, maybe it's actually Hawkeye, and maybe that's the whole thing they were talking about in Budapest and blah blah blah. Yeah, you know? I don't know what their origin story is, like how they got together, because like they were like a. This has got to be part of it, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I like Jeremy you know, Renner. I like Jeremy Renner too. I, I, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I could be way off base, but that's where we're at. What uh, about here's Mula- a, here's Mula- a good Mula- thing though: Jason Bourne versus James Bond. Who wins as action action movie stars? James Bond. You think James Bond wins? James Bond's got the money. Uh, I think Jason Bourne fucks him up personally. I don't think so. Don't think so. Not at all. James Bond's got a new trailer. That movie looks smoking hot. Did you watch that trailer? I did, yeah. Um, it looks pretty hot. Never it? Say Die or what's it called? Uh, no time, no to time, die, to which die. is a hot. I mean, out of all the Daniel Craig Bond movies, this yeah. is a Bond ass Bond title. This is so good. Like, Casino Royale is good. What was after Casino Royale? I didn't see that one. Quantum of Solace. Quantum never of Solace. saw that. Yep. Everyone's kind of shit on that one. Then I, I saw Skyfall, which is, dude, honestly, really good. top 15 or 20 movies of all time for me. Yeah, it's really I good. I love that movie a lot. I did not see Spectre. So I've, I've gone every other James Bond You movie. need to get on my voodoo and watch it because Spectre is I real will. good, too. Uh, so now we're at the end of uh, Daniel Craig's run of James Bond movies, and you're bringing in, you're bringing back uh, the dude. He was in Spectre, right? Um, Christoph Waltz, Christoph Waltz. Guy. Yep, he's in there. That blonde chick that was in was she in Quantum of Solace also? That I or don't she, remember. She's in one of her one or two different of the James Bond movies. Yeah, uh, of Daniel Craig's sure. run. They're, they're really bringing it full circle. You've got. Um, I, I'm going to blank on his fucking name as the bad guy. Uh, he's the guy in Bohemian Rhapsody who played Freddie Mercury. Oh, uh, <laughs> I want to say Mahershal Ali. I know that's not right. Uh, no, Rami Malek. Mahershal Ali. What's that? Rami Malek. Yeah, Rami Malek as the bad guy. The little mask looks fucking dope. You got fucking guns on the Aston Martin finally. Yep. It just... It just oozes badassery, and I love some James Bond shit, so I'm way into it. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty good. Super fucking good. I never would have thought when Casino Royale came out that Daniel Craig would probably be the best Bond of all time um, because he was just so different than all the Bonds. But his movies have been fire. Dude, it's he's finishing off this fifth Bond film, and like I think it's really hard to argue there's probably some recency bias, but it's pretty hard to argue that he may not be the best Bond. I'm fucking sad he's leaving, dude. Yeah, he doesn't want to do it anymore, though. But he's been doing it for, think about it, this will be 14 years of Bond. And that's not even taking into consideration how long it took to make Casino Royale. Right. He, he, 
so 2013 probably 2014 yeah he's probably at, at 15 or 16 years i mean he's cl- he's close to it. i mean that's a that's a long time brother to be doing one one job over and over again yeah but, and i do like that they've managed to make this a story arc like a lot of the other through a really good through line yeah a lot of the other bonds um they just come and go movie to movie they felt very segmented yeah the, for sure movie. and i've and i've not seen I've, i know i floated this idea before of watching movies but i've never seen any of the original bonds i've only seen That's a couple bad. of the pierce brosnan's and i've seen daniel craig's so i don't have a ton to go off of there but okay. What I will tell you is from an action movie standpoint, Daniel Craig holds his own in every single one of these movies that I've seen. And the story is what intrigues me the most because it is so well crafted. Right. And keeps you on your toes. I mean, you love a Mission Impossible, right? But the story is so cliche and you know where it's going to go. But it's so fun to watch till the end where a a truly a James Bond movie, it kind of feels like you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with that. And it doesn't ever feel like crazy over the top. There, there's some shit, right? Like there's some shit that goes down, but it doesn't feel like too fast, too furious, over the top level of action. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Like it feels like this shit could, re- like the whole premise of like this would happen. Double O agents. Yeah, is doing things like this, cover ups, fighting these kind of you know underworld terrorists within within the bubble of like hey we're in a world where these agents do this shit in public and yeah Yeah. like it really works Um, but there is a quote-unquote license to kill out there yeah but it's not so unbelievable that you're like jumping lamborghinis between dubai buildings like right not that level of stupid not it's not that crazy yeah it's definitely has some has some grounded in reality and also i really want this movie to work because as much as i really wish he would have stayed around and done uh more more true detective this is directed by uh carrie joji fukunaga uh, yes. i believe is how his name is said he is the director of this new james bond movie he's the guy that did all the cinematography for season one of true detective which Still stands as the one of the top ten shows I've ever watched in my entire life. That first season, uh, and his cinematography paved a lot of ways for that. Yeah, but okay. But what? Well, different yeah. conversation for a different day. Well, I was I was looking up the composer. I don't I, I don't I can't remember if it's the same composer for all the movies. I don't know that it is. Uh, no, they're all they're all a little different. It's usually a little different. Um, but the composer for this, like that, that shit matters to me in these action movies. Like, sure, you know, Han Han Zimmer is like the standard. Uh, but Dan Dan Romer, who's the composer in this, has done quite a few like pretty good movies in in the sure. past decade or so. So, right on. In the Bond, the Bond intro music is like always very iconic and stuff like that so that those are some of the interesting things about it that i'll be looking forward to but it's definitely a theater movie uh for me not a wait wait and see that's a you and me movie yeah i think probably so i mean that's around our birthday or my birthday your birthday for sure our birthday our birthday no it's your daughter's and i's birthday yeah Um, do you watch the mulan trailer real quick did you watch that today nope didn't okay well watch that i think it's okay i'm excited for mulan Mm-hmm. underrated yeah i'd go with that like i like mulan's probably one of my favorite disney movies mostly because of eddie murphy though right <laughs> he's pretty good uh you know i don't know that there's anybody that has better voice acting yeah like he's fucking donkey and he's uh uh what's his name and he's he's 
fucking Doctor Doolittle and like it's pretty he's good. He's done a lot. He's done a lot. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's living off that Shrek money, bro. He <laughs> like, for sure, will live on that Shrek money for until the day he dies. I haven't watched I need to that watch Netflix Dol- movie. I was gonna say I haven't watched Dolomite yet. Yeah, I got it. I I'm do. never not around the kids to watch dirty things, and Dolomite is Ooh, hella dirty. Yeah, apparently so. so. Uh, Speaking of things, hold on. Speaking of things, we've been watching. True, Tony. Why don't you tell me what you've been watching or playing? Uh, I've been watching the Lorian of the Manda variety. Oh fuck the Mandalorian! Yeah, yeah. What a what a time to be alive in the Disney Plus era where I'm not paying for it that I get to watch one of the greatest shows ever made. It's well, that might be a little hot. Okay, uh, might be a little it's hot a, take. Uh, hold on, can I say this? It's the best show on Disney Plus. Okay, sure. Like I, that's that not saying, saying much, but, but right. Um, f- fun little sidetrack. I okay. uh, watched Four Christmases the other night. Um, and you know who's Vince in that Vaughn? movie? Yeah, Vince Vaughn and uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. But who yeah. else is in that? Vince Vaughn's brother is played by John Favreau. Oh, probably John Favreau. And yeah, he's fucking. Good. That's back when he was like fucking jacked, like UFC fighter. Oh, really? That's. Uh, he's so good. So good. What about what about this business? What what do you got in the Baby Yoda music memes? <laughs> the Lizzo one's really funny. I'd like here's what I got for you. This is a couple good ones. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about when he's flipping it, flipping the switch. Yeah, he's flipping the switch. <laughs> and he shuts it off, uh-uh. and he does that again. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> and then my favorite part is the, the screen shakes at the end of this one, and I just love the look where he's like, ah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then I saw this one today, which you'll appreciate because, of course, why wouldn't you? It, and just like his cooing is so good. <laughs> it's been a the while like, since we've got a good John Cena. <laughs> I played it. And the kids are like, kids are like, Dad is John Cena back? And I'm like, No, it's just Yoda stuff. And she's like, They're like Yoda because they love it too. It's, uh, man, his his face is just so good. Those were the glory uh, days, uh, though, back in the day when it was like, It's John Cena. Oh, it's so the Lizzo ones are pretty. I just he has given us so much good in the world. I just don't know what I would do without it. I'm looking up John Cena memes right now. <laughs> They're so good, dude. <laughs> Unexpected John Cena memes. Uh, <laughs> these po- I remember this, the Pokemon ones. Who's that oh, the- Pokemon? <laughs> it's John Cena. So good, man. So good. Anyway. Oh gosh, love it. We're old. We are old. Uh, Mandalorian's real good, man. Like, uh, I'm super I, I intrigued with where it's going. It, it's so, it's so well crafted. I will say this last episode where you have the idea that maybe he's going to stay on the farm. He's going to leave the kid who they have not given a name to. He's still just the child. Yeah. It was slow, but you know what? Some of my favorite Game of Thrones episodes were because this is what it feels like for me. Is just like story the, builders. Just so good story builders. The dialogue's so well written. The the world feels very fleshed out. And just so it's capturing this essence so even with the different directors, it's hitting these so well. Yeah. So I I was on that um that Yoda is a clone thing, right? And when you told me that like that's already out there, I started watching some videos and I found a video where 
it was really compelling that that it probably could be a clone is the the scientist guy that's like really protective right yeah, uh, yeah. it's like I, I was trying to keep him alive blah 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 yeah so the he's wearing an imperial costume but the badge that is on his costume is the same um from the planet camino which is where those aliens are that did all the clones for the empire oh sure so putting it together this guy yeah. might be like Could a doctor be a cloner. Yeah, yeah, that's trying to watch him. So, uh, I'm hoping, hoping. Mandalorian's so good. It, it's so so good. Uh, do you think we get a season two? Oh yeah, I mean, like for sure. Do you think it can be as good as season one? Yes. How I do you feel it, about Ryan Johnson directing an episode? Is he going to? He wants to. Yeah, like, he visited why not? the set, and yeah, he he visited the set, and uh, he was like, "I would love to do this." I please. want Kevin Smith to do one. I would love Kevin Smith to be able to direct an episode. Yeah. Uh, I think he'd do great. I have I have parts. no expectations for where the Mandalorian's going. I'm just going to enjoy the ride. Uh, I want more Nick Nolte. I hope he comes back. I just, yeah. The fact he that they were just, and I read about this. The fact they're so easy, like, easy uh, or, or, or readily available to just cut characters out of it yeah. is insane. They're just like, oh, fuck you. See ya. Yeah. Like they don't give a fuck about it, you know, which is awesome because they have such a strong cast already. Uh, it, it, we I haven't seen we haven't seeing... seen uh, what's her name yet either, um, and we're halfway through the episodes. Uh, Carrie Russell, she's not in this. We've talked about this. You fucked us up the last time. She's in Rise of Skywalker. Motherfucker, you did this the last time. I fucking burned you on this. Is it because of, like, that she looks like a Mandalorian? Is that yes? Why because she's up? got the Mandalorian esque armor on. <sighs> okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I remember this now. Gina Carano, though, definitely in it, and definitely. But I just want to say, like, that is correct. We have not seen Carrie Russell in the Mandalorian. You're right. You're right. That's a factual right. statement. Uh, besides the Mandalorian, I watched The Irishman on Netflix. Um, it's getting shit on because it's a three and a half hour movie and it's pretty slow paced, not a lot of action. But I really liked it. Here's, um, here's where I'm at: is I I will own up. I've never seen Casino. Yeah. I haven't seen the other one. Casino, Goodfellas, Goodfellas. There's there's a lot of them when you think of the there cast are, that's in there. But between I, between Pesci, De Niro, and Al Pacino, you have Casino, Heat, Carlito's Way, Scarface, Godfather, like every gangster film basically has one uh, of these three not, guys. I've never not. I didn't. I don't not want to see this movie or those movies because I thought they looked bad. I just never saw them. Good. I mean, The Irishman to me looks fucking epic as hell. It's, you know, it's I, really good. Because here's the thing. If you release that as four 45-minute episodes of, of a, like a miniseries, no one would be complaining. Right. But because you release it as a three-and-a-half-hour movie, people are crying. The, the really compelling shit. thing is it's like very closely tied to like real... It's based on a true well, story. It's based on true story, uh, yeah. But it's, it's also like historically accurate. It's not, a, it's right. not overly embellished. Like the people that... They do this really good thing. This isn't a spoiler by any means, um, but they do this really great thing where they show characters, like they introduce characters, and they introduce them by like flashing their name on the screen, as well right. as when they died and how many times they got shot and where. So it's like Derek Vance killed March seventeenth, nineteen sixty-five, shot eight times in the face. I know the Jimmy Hoffa joke, but I don't know anything about Jimmy Hoffa. So oh, Jimmy Hoffa is kind of flesh it out a little bit is pretty cool. Yeah, I well, I knew, I like I know who Jimmy Hoffa was. I knew about sure. the Teamsters and stuff like that. Yep. Like I, and that's 
probably because I watched some of these gangster films that are that sure. uh, take different form you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Al Pacino so, plays him so good. Um, yeah, I, just, I really want to watch this movie a lot, I, and I just I I, I think the wife wants to you got to carve it, so out the time. Yet. it's it's really it's really a movie that you can chunk out too. Like you can watch an hour at a time. Sure, it's and, it's and not I'm like good with that, you're missing you know? it. I feel like I've got enough time in my day that I could chunk out an hour at a time. I mean, with, with what I've been watching, I've been able to watch a couple episodes at a time. I, fuck, I watched Force Unleashed and uh, or For, Force Awakens Force and uh, and Last Jedi within a couple of days. So yeah, I've got the time. Yep, um, it's a good movie. Check it out. I, I also give, give me an out of ten score real quick, just because I'm I'm an asshole. Oh, probably like an eight out of movie 10. of the year. No, 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 no. It's it's. It's definitely got some lulls, but like it works, you know, it's, it's a Scorsese film, dude. Like it's heavily drama, um, a lot of character arc and development, like, uh, De Niro's character, again, based on real life and everything, um, the arc of that character from like, basically like a meat locker guy, he gets put in with the mob and then he becomes like second second hand of the mob boss like if there's pretty ever been crazy. a reason i wanted to clone myself it's to absorb the amount of entertainment uh opportunities out there between movies and music and tv show and video games sure like i've i haven't seen taxi driver and you want to talk about good but you know uh de niro movies like holy fuck yeah like just god raging bull taxi raging driver bull. um the what was the one that they based joker on i don't know Deer Hunter? A, that, no. Deer Hunter in there um, was good though. It's like the com, not the comedian or something like that. I don't know. There was a, but there was a, that's why De Niro's in the Joker is because it's basically a Scorsese movie. I ain't heard that, but okay. Uh, watch some more Apple TV stuff. Um, C, uh, the show C is kind of fizzling out. It's King of Comedy. King. Of, okay, yes, that's a good movie too. Um. It, it's a it's, so C is a good show, still holding my attention, but it's kind of fizzling out. Whereas on the opposite side, the morning show, which started slow, is really ramping up. Um, I'm liking that quite a bit. I've heard the morning show is getting better, and I heard C is getting so much worse. It's they're going in different directions, that's for sure. Um, C is kind of tapering off, and the morning show is really getting into the Ramp, shit, ramping up. Yeah. Um, watch Mandalorian. I watched the Matrix trilogy. <laughs> I don't know what sure. inspired me to, but I had some time off over the uh, Thanksgiving weekend. First Matrix, still the best. I like the second one personally the best. Wow. Um, it's the worst reviewed one. Yeah, I know. I know all the shitty CGI, all the all the shitty Smiths. It kind of still holds up though. <sighs> like it's it's not horrible. I wish you would just be closer to me so we could do fucking movie reviews. Well, you moved a few miles further away, so <laughs> you're right, Ted. You're right. Uh, I beat, I like, I played and beat Bloodstained in like five days. Um, what's here's what I would, I do want to say, and I want this validation right now. You have asked me multiple occasions on what to play, and I don't know that I've necessarily missed yet, but I for sure nailed it with Bloodstained. Yeah, you told me a few times to play it. I'm like, nah, nah. And you got it, and you beat it before I fucking beat it because it's on. Game Pass. That game, really, that, that game is really good. It really hit 
it really hit me. Um, the Metroidvania of it's really great. Uh, there are some some negatives I have about it. Like I wouldn't say like, oh, it's the greatest game ever. Um, and it's probably not in my game of the year competition, but it's really good. It was hella addicting. Um, but it's like most games, like I finished it and I'm like done. Like, I don't want to go back to it. Um, sure. And that's fine. Did star Wars Jedi fallen order. Really good. Talked about yeah, we that. Talked about that. Yep. Started playing DMC five, devil may cry five. Um, I don't know that I'm with it yet. Uh, I don't. You haven't played a DMC since the original. You said I haven't. Um, Did you? You didn't play the re the, like the remaster by Ninja Theory? No. Or the um, remake, whatever you want to call it, DMC. I, I know the story though. Like oddly enough, I haven't played the the video games, but I followed the story. Um, sure. So like I know who the characters are. I mean, and it's so, Dante's Inferno essentially. It, pretty much right. Yeah. So right. you know, Dante. At least at the beginning, you're not playing as Dante. Right, I imagine yeah, you five. get to. Yeah, Dante's like the guy. Yeah, so. uh, you're playing yeah, as his brother, that. who in uh, three or four you rescued. Blah 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 blah. But his brother's like a cocky some bitch. Like good, good character. The combat's pretty pretty good. Uh, it looks amazing. Um, so we'll see. I'm like gonna trudge into it a little bit more and see where it goes. But like. If I get another few hours into it and like I, I haven't played Dante yet, I'm kind of out. I think you get Dante in like three or four hours in, if I'm not mistaken. That'd be nice. It, yeah. If they force me to play different characters. But here's the thing. I if you that. don't like this, you're not going to like Bayonetta. And I thought you liked Bayonetta. Um, I play the original Bayonetta, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is the same kind of combat. It is. Um, Bayonetta, I liked, just, I, Bayonetta was so off the wall, I didn't care what was going yeah, on. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, man, it's just so out there. And like, and that's what I'm, I, I mean, for DMC, I just, I want to play that combat again. It was so rewarding. It felt so good. Uh, Yeah. And the combat is good. Combat's good. Yeah. Um, What's this? What's this? Guidelings? Guildings. Guildings. Yeah. Guildlings. 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 What, what is that? Uh, it's an Apple Arcade game. Um, okay, you're still paying for that shit. It's. It's pretty I'm good. Like to, I don't about to cancel mine. I need to. I've not played anything on Apple Arcade. I'm gonna so look long. up the description because I'm probably gonna fuck up like what Butcher this it. what this game is. Sure. Uh, so let me just read you the description here. Uh, oh, it's really long. Uh, Guild Guildlings, a new story driven episodic adventure brought to you by Asher Volmer, maker of Threes. Uh, blah, Ooh, blah blah blah. Wow. Uh, drawing inspiration from classic RPGs, point-and-click puzzlers, and visual novel games. It's a telltale, lighthearted coming of age. Um, that sounds right up my alley too. It's pretty good. So, like, the whole premise basically is that uh, you are this like young kid, and you somehow get transplanted transplanted into. Uh, a digital version of a video game and it's it, so Tron kind of it, they really balance this line of like is this the real world or is this a video game you know what I'm saying like got it yeah uh, you're not really sure like is this just the world they live in or is this like a video game or like some crazy fantasy right what's um, really going on here yeah so it, they they balance that really well but it's it's not an RPG in the sense that like you don't have gear you don't you do level up but you don't really have gear it's like a 
a turn-based kind of like choose your own adventure stylish game. Um, like you get, there's not combat in the sense like that you're hitting something you like have skills. So you have different moods that you swing into. So you can be, you can be like stylish. You can be happy. You can be scared. You can be sad and different enemies give you different moods and the, okay. the different moods affect what moves that you can do. Sure. Um, and like, so you have moves that take you. There was of, a fighting game that was kind of like that with its stances, not necessarily moves, sure. but stances were that way. Yeah. It, like you have different moves that take Absolver, you out of. Absolver, I think it was what it was Absolver, called. Absolver, yep. You have different moves that take you out of different moods. You meet different characters that have different skills that can do different things in the terrain. Um, it takes a little bit to get going, but like once sure. you cut, and it's such, it's, it's such really, it's kind of an off the wall concept. So like it threw me for a loop originally. I was thinking like, okay, this is going to be like sci-fi fantasy. Someone gets magic. And then you realize it's really not that. Um, it's like a fantasy game, but it's like very sure. limited in what you can do. So I would recommend checking it out. I might um, check that out. Yeah. That sounds pretty interesting to me. It's, Especially episodic based. You like you that. can that play it. Good. You can play it vertically. I love a vertical game. <laughs> I fucking love that too because it love a vertical doesn't game look nearly as bad so when you're easier. fucking off at work. Yep. Um, the graphics are pretty good. It's very charming. Uh, everything's like everything's like chat room uh, dialogue. It's like when sure. you're talking to your your friends and you're talking to like other NPCs and stuff. It's all like you're talking to in a chat room like you would in an MMO. Um, so it's it's. It's hitting the feels. You know what I'm saying? Good. So that kind of wraps it up for me, though. Um, I've been play- I've been watching a lot of The Good Place. Yeah, you, you watched have. a lot of The Good Place? Nope. So I'm <clears throat> like season two. They're only 12-episode seasons, and they're 20-minute episodes. There's right. a couple 40s in there, but it's real easy to binge. Um, I would definitely recommend this up for you. This is created by Michael Schur, who created The Office. Right. Um, or at least created the American version. It's a sitcom, and right? I believe... In a sitcom, yeah. Um, you got uh, Ted Danson as the guy that who who created The Good Place, or at least this version of The Good Place. Um, you've got right. uh, Kristen Bell, who's awesome, um, and just the the I'm, premise is basically like she's dead, right? She dies, goes to the good place, and now here's the antics of, that are happening in the good place because she does not belong in the good place. Okay, she is she died and took somebody else's place by accident, and she's trying to figure out how to manage that without anybody finding out. Got it. It's so good. Okay. I really like it a lot. Um, and there's, I think this is the last season. I think they've already said four seasons and done. All th- The first three are on Netflix. Other four, the other last one's on YouTube TV or Hulu, I believe. Um, I like this show a whole lot. Especially, I love a good 20-minute comedy. I like Kristen Bell. She's hot. She yeah, she is and funny. Yeah. And she's married to Dak Shepard, which means she doesn't hate ugly guys because Dak Shepard, not a handsome fellow. There's a chance, um, you know, always a chance. I love a good 20 minute comedy before bed because it means I'm not going to fall asleep. Okay. So I love being able to watch that. Um, go check out a uh, good place. I watched obviously the Mandalorian. We talked about that. Um, I watched, I think it's called breakfast, lunch and dinner. On on Netflix, oh, it's like show. four episodes. It's a food show. It's like a. It's only four episodes so far. It's got David Chang, I believe his name is. He was in the Chef Show. A couple of episodes. Um, basically, he goes to different cities uh, with certain people. Like the first episodes, 
They're in uh, Vancouver, B.C. with Seth Rogen, who grew up in Vancouver, B.C. Right. Seth Rogen takes him to his favorite places in that city. They get high. It's <laughs> exactly. Awesome. It's really okay. fun. You have <laughs> episode two. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. There's a lot of that. Episode two is they're in Marrakesh. Marrakesh. They're in Marrakesh. Uh, Couldn't even tell you what that's there. Marrakesh is in... Um, I don't know, or Morocco. I think it's in Mar- Marrakesh and Morocco are the same thing. Marrakesh, obviously the place that uh, was set in Casablanca, I think they showed, which I've never seen. Um, Marrakesh is in Morocco. Casablanca? Is it in Morocco? Okay, I'm right. Yeah. Uh, he goes there with uh, uh, Big Ted, filthy mouth, filthy mouth Housewife, um, Chrissy Teigen. I was thinking of her Twitter thing. Chrissy mm. Teigen is who he goes there with. Uh, episode three is L.A. with the chick from um, Master of None, the black lesbian chick in Master of None. Do you remember? I did not watch the show. Master of um, None's so good. God. I like Aziz and Sorry too. So yeah, you should watch that. But she's really good. Um, Lena Waithe is her name. Um, she's that. That's season or episode three. Then episode four is the girl from uh, Saturday Night Live, blonde haired girl. Kind of dark, uh, kind of lower voice, uh, blonde chick. Not ringing the bells to you. Nope, not at all. Not ringing okay. any Kristen bells. Nope, no Kristen bells. But she's she's in episode four and she's real funny. I don't know where they go for that, but she's she's real good. But that that chef show, I think it's called. In episode four, the one we haven't watched, oh. was a girl from Saturday Night Live, and I can't remember what her name is. Um, but that's that's really good. Uh, as far as um. Video games finished Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, seven and a half. It's fine. Mm. I finished After Party on my uh, on still my better Xbox than one. your wings. True. Um, finished that on my Xbox One After Party was fine. I didn't I didn't get into it near as much as I wanted to. I thought the dialogue was kind of cheesy. Um, the premise was fun, but it didn't get fleshed out as much as I wanted it to, and it kind of ended weird, and I didn't like that. There was two open endings. Hmm. I watched the good ending because I got the bad ending. And the bad ending I thought was better than the good ending, which is telling you something. Okay. Um, but yeah, that, that game's fine. And then I've I've played, but a fuck ton of Modern Warfare, only multiplayer. You should buy that game; it's real good. Not gonna the do multiplayer. It, the multiplayer, it's just so fucking good. It'd be great if it you would have done great. it on on Xbox. And we could have just shared it. Yeah, you're right. But I bought it for physical thirty eight dollars. Digital was still sixty dollars. So no. Um. Just everything about that game is hitting on the things I want, and it ra- it makes me rage, and I love that. Like I love when a game gets under my skin because it means I'm feeling an actual emotion, okay. and that game really hits that for me. It makes me so mad when I fuck up, and I'm actually seeing myself get better. So, yeah, Modern Warfare, pretty fucking fun. You still suck though, right? Oh yeah, I'm still really bad. Okay, what's your really what's your KDT? Uh, currently, kill kill death is point seven three. Which is that's better than not, I expected it to be. Yeah, that's not like super bad, but it's not no, great. No, it's not. It's not. For, for not playing a Call of Duty multiplayer game in three games now, I think since Advanced Warfare. Um, You're serving a purpose, yeah. man. Like somebody's got to be under one. I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. If I'm, I'm going to be above one, that means you got to be below. I'm, I'm holding down the fort on, on the lower. Right. I dig it. But that's it. We, uh, uh, we we've surpassed two so. hours, man. Do you have any walk-ons? Yeah, we. I was going to say, do you got any walk-ons for me, Tony? I don't, know. 
Um, my my biggest walk on is we are uh, a couple of weeks away from the end of the year. We got Christmas coming up, um, and we got a, it's crunch time for games. So out of everything that you're playing here, uh, that you've got games set up to play. What what are the things you're trying to play before the end of the year for game of the year purposes? Is there anything that you really want to touch before the end of the year? No, not not really. There's nothing really digging at you. I mean, do you have a suggestion that I'm thinking not thinking of? No, I'm, no, I'm just I'm just kind of curious. Like you've got the op- opportunity to play a game like Outer Wilds, which is pretty divisive that people seem to really like. Yeah, Void Bastards is on Game Pass that people seem to really like. Probably not After do Party. That. After Party's another good game that only took me like five hours to play. That's another game you can play before the end of the year. Bloodstain was probably the one that I needed to squeeze in there. Um, really wanted to check out. Yeah, but like. Let me look at my list real quick because, like, I don't think there's anything in there. Your that... list is a lot of last year or the year before games. There's not a lot of 2019 games on there. For sure. Yeah, you're way behind on your uh, when you're talking about <laughs> Lord um, of the Fallen. Like, yeah, that game. Super sucks, Meat though. Boy. That game's okay. Uh, yeah, there's nothing. Luigi's on here Mansion. That's like 2019, like must must play. Probably the closest thing would be Gears Five. Yeah, I've got Gears Five downloaded. I played the first couple hours of it and like it's good, but it's just I've never it's really not my game, genre. So never played a Gears game, so I don't know. No kidding, because you've never owned a fucking Xbox. Fucking Microsoft product. Yeah, you're right. Uh, okay. Um, so that's it. Well, I mean, yeah, you didn't ask me. You, I guess I asked you before you asked me, and I didn't answer your question, did I? What do you want to play? I, I mean, I've got 30 games I would like to play before the end of the year. Void Void Bastards is one, honestly. Like, I would like to check that game out. Outer Wilds. I really think you should give that game a chance. Um, it looks I, really, really interesting. I couldn't get into um, the ship mechanic. I tried, dude. I tried. I just think that I I would like to check it out. Be bop, 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 bop. <laughs> That's funny. That that ninja tweet. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. The wife just te- just sent me a text that says be bop, 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 which I presume uh, is about that Yoda thing, which is pretty. N- ninja sent out a tweet that was like that. Um, oh really? No. Well, I think it's based on that meme. Him. Oh, it could be. Yeah, but I don't give a fuck about ninja. So, nope. That's everything I got for you. Uh, this has been a show and a half. I would tell you. It has been a show and a half. Yeah, we're eclipsing probably 215 will be the final cut. So, uh, well, that's it for us at the DTS podcast. I'm Tony. I'm fucking Derek, I guess. Are you fucking Derek? I might be, depending on my hand. I'm emotions. fucking Matt Damon. <laughs> I'm fucking Ben Affleck. Uh, that was, that was good, man. That was good. That was a good one. We out here. We out here. <laughs> we out here fucking Matt Damon. We out here fucking Matt Damon. She's fucking Matt Damon. I fucking Ben Affleck. Uh, that was good. The Ben Affleck was a good one. That's pretty good.